Is this heaven? No, it's a podcast. Welcome to the Field of Geeks podcast. everyone, welcome to episode 45 of the Field Geeks podcast. We are your hosts, I'm Josh. I'm Steve. And I'm Joey. So we have a lot to talk about today, a lot of cool news items, but first, Steve. Yeah, we have an exciting interview today. We have Parker Jennings uh, from Blanky Bot, which is new from Plume Snake Comics. Uh, our friends at Plume Snake, we've had a chance to talk to a few of those guys before, and one gal, and uh, so it's been pretty exciting, and I know that... Uh, Having read Blanky Bot, it was um, it was a lot of fun. So we're excited to have Parker Jennings on with us. Um, Parker, how's it going? Everything's going real well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, good. It's our pleasure. So uh, yeah, so tell us a little bit about yourself. You know your background and uh, uh, kind of who Parker is. Yeah. Um, well, I'm uh, I'm an artist. You know, in all different mediums. I I work in sculpture and painting and some interactive stuff. Um, been a comic fan for a long time. I've always been kind of a, a lazy comic fan. Yeah, <laughs> the type that that uh, just loves looking at the pictures, you know. So I flipped through them a lot uh, as a kid and just, you know, recreate the images that I saw. And But I've always had a deep appreciation for the art and was really excited to, you know, work a little bit on one. Oh, that's awesome. So, uh, yeah, it sounds like you got some varied experiences. Do you have any formal education, background, anything like that? Uh, yeah, well, I went to um, an art high school, actually, in Italy. Um, wow. And it's, uh, it was a, a, a classical high school, you know, so we really studied sort of the the dogma of uh, Renaissance-style artwork. Um, and uh, as much as I enjoyed that, classical training i felt really um kind of suffocated by it um and so it was a there was a a a period where i had to really grow out of that uh training and sort of find my own my own voice yeah that makes a lot of sense uh i don't know it's it's some people say it's hard to be confined with art (laughs) you know Uh, um it it definitely you have to find your own expression so you know with that kind of a, a background um and, you know, I, I know you said you were a comic fan, you know, since you were a kid. What finally brought you into comics is, uh, is having a job there? You know, it was kind of a, a fluke, really. Um, I was, uh, I'm, a, I'm a carpenter for the Santa Fe Opera, hmm. um, working in their scene shop. And, um, you know, so I'm always, I'm always making little doodles, uh, just making drawings for things I have filled. And um, I'm always doing, you know, little doodles along with my with my uh, drawings. And, um, that year, uh, Alex Odom on a one particular year, Alex Odom, uh, the creator of Plume Snake happened to be an apprentice in the scene shop. His, um, his wife is a, a props carpenter. And so he kind of just tagged along for the summer and got a gig in the, in the scene shop and happened to see one of my doodles. And he said, Oh, you like to draw? And, so I showed him some more drawings, and he just kind of took me into the fold and said, "Hey, I have a a project I'm interested in working on with you," and and that was that. Oh, that's awesome! That uh, you gotta love how that just brings people together. 
So with your uh, varied background, uh, you know, it sounds like you probably have a lot of different influences. What, who, who kind of shaped you and, and uh, maybe gave you some inspiration uh, for your art? Um, well, for my, my, uh, my comic styling, I think I was definitely um, influenced by Craig Thompson. Um, you know, there's a, there's a kind of simplistic beauty in the work that he does. And, um, and, uh, I've just always really appreciated it. Um, I also really like, um, oh, uh, Invisible Republic, uh, Gabriel Hardman is the artist and his work is really cool. Um, I, you know, I have lots of varied, like you said, varied influences in and outside of comics. Um, H.C. Westerman, he's a, a sculptor, um, that I really like and, I think my 3D objects are inspired by his work. So all over the map. Yeah. Well, that sounds like it. That sounds awesome. Um, you know, so Blanky Bot, you know, tell us a little bit about it. We had Alex on the show a few weeks ago and uh, uh, maybe longer than that. It feels like just a few weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, it does. <laughs> um, but yeah, tell us about Blanky Bot. You know, what, uh, uh, in, in, in your words, you know, talk to us about that project. Yeah. So actually, that summer that um, Alex was working in, in the scene shop, um, you know, we have this, uh, the master carpenter in the shop is this real, um, somber character. Uh, and, and, um, Alex came to me one day and said, man, I wonder, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't he make a great robot, uh, our supervisor? And I thought, oh man, that, that would be awesome. And so we, that, that was sort of the, the very beginning. And I think it's, uh, departed quite a bit from, from that particular person. Um, but that i I believe was the the sort of genesis of the project. Sure. Um, you know, so I started making sketches of the uh, of our master carpenter as a robot, and that uh, slowly evolved into into Blanky Bot. Not not too long after that, um, Alex came to me with the uh, with the the script, and and I liked it. You know, I took off, and and that was that. Yeah. So I mean, that's an interesting. Um... It's an interesting comic because there's no actual dialogue. Um, how hard was that for you? I know traditionally with, you know, comic books, you know, they send the script, the artist has it, there's notes, there's this, that, and the other. Uh, you basically are not working with any dialogue. Uh, do you find Did you find that to be a challenge, or did you like the freedom of that? I, uh, both. You know, it was certainly a challenge. Um, you know, because there are no words, there are, are certain gestures or uh, images that you really have to, um, it really has to, to tell that story. And so, so sometimes, you know, I would just be, I would draw the same cell over and over and over because it wasn't reading properly. And I knew that if, if that gesture didn't read properly, it would be confusing conveying the story. It, it wouldn't push the story forward because it would, the, the reader would get lost on that one cell. And so, there, there were some challenges um, in that regard, but it was also very liberating. Um, you know, fortunately, working with Alex was really nice uh, because his writing, he, he would write very uh, specifically what he had in mind. Mm -hmm. um, but he was very open to, to any and, and actually every change uh, that, that I felt necessary to tell the story. Um, he, he was... He never uh, got too precious about it, and if and if I would totally switch things around and move pages and move cells and delete, uh, you know, images that he had in mind, and and um, and he was uh, absolutely a hundred percent just open to, to any and, and every change that I felt uh, necessary, and so that that made it a lot easier. 
Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's a, and, and that's the mark of, of some great storytelling, you know, when you can actually do it without words and then the images. And then, you know, of course, it's all in, you know, no pressure on you, right? <laughs> I mean, <All> right. <laughs> it's, it's up to you to, uh, to make sure that conveys properly. I know, and I don't remember the issue number, but one of my favorite, one of my absolute favorite Batman comics uh, was right around the Jason Todd death time. And, and there were no, it was, it was similar to that. You know, there was no captions, there was no dialogue, there was no anything. And, um, you know, they told the entire story of, uh, um, without that. And, and so then, yeah, uh, you have to have a strong artist and I know I enjoy the art immensely. So awesome job. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, so, you know, you're, art- are you looking at your artistic process? Um, you know, when you sit down to draw and it's time for you to get to work, what's your routine look like? What, you know, what do you have to have? Do you, you know, listen to music? Uh, you know, do you need total silence? Uh, what, what does that look like for you? Yeah, um, so my uh, my process is, is more of a, feels more like a religious <laughs> ceremony, a ritual of some sort. Candles I, uh, and uh, sacrifice, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> yeah, basically, basically, I have to have, you know, I usually have my uh, computer. I like it. I like to do it when no when no one else is around. I have my computer. I usually uh, I like to listen to, um, you know, books on tape. Uh, it kind of gets me into the zone for some reason. Um, I usually listen to a book on tape. I'll brew a you know French press of coffee and um, and I have my uh, my older drawings in front of me and my sketches and it's it, it usually takes up the whole table and I just get right into the zone and that's my that's my happy place. <laughs> well, I actually had a question about that. You said um, books on tape. Um, just curious, what what particular books uh, kind of get you into the artistic mood? Um, I'm really, uh, lately I'm, I'm listening to the, the Stormlight Archives, um, Brandon Sanderson, uh, novels. Cool. They're, um, it's like, uh, science, science fiction, I, I guess you could say, or fantasy, and, um, they're just these really deep, uh, in-depth, you know, universes that sure. you can just get lost in. Get your imagination going. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, That's great. Yeah. Good for you. So... You know, when you're not working and, you know, you've got uh, free time on your hands, how do you fill it? Um, well, oh, man, no shortage of projects. <laughs> I, I have two kids, two boys, uh, nine and six. Um, and so, you know, hanging out with them, we have we have chickens and dogs. And uh, I'm also working on various um, art pieces for um, there's a collective here called Meow Wolf that has opened um, a, a massive large-scale uh, installation piece and so I just recently got a, uh, a grant to make a piece for them um, nice. and uh, I great. just got accepted to an art festival in Taos so uh, I'm working on another project a radio project for, for them so I've got uh, various irons on the fire so to speak and no shortage of, of uh, extracurricular projects yeah, it sounds like it. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, um, that's fantastic. A starving artist is a lazy artist, so that's uh, <laughs> uh, amen. <laughs> that's good. Good for you. So, um, you know, for you know, if you have any other downtime, you know, are you watching anything on Netflix on TV, or you know, are, are you seeing any movies lately that you like? Oh yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, I we just we just watched the uh, Stranger Things on Netflix. 
I've heard great things uh, about that. It's on my list. I, I got to get to it. Very cool. It's very cool. It's this so this mashup feels almost like uh, E.T. meets like the Goonies or oh, you know cool. e, uh, it's it, or like X Files. It's got some X Files flavor in oh, there. Nice. It's a little little uh, Goonies kind of um, throwback nostalgia, and it's very cool. Oh, that's awesome. Awesome. And uh, Winona Ryder's in that. Uh, does she uh, is she doing a good job in that show? Oh man. She's unbelievable. She's she's basically just losing her mind the entire time. Her her kid goes missing and she's just wow, just completely out of it. And she is very convincing. Yeah, she you know she really dropped off the radar a little bit, just doing little right. tiny things here and there. It's good to see her back. That's she good. was Spock's mom in the '09 Star Trek. Yeah. But other than that, I don't know what she's been up to. But that, I'm really yeah. happy to to hear that she's. She's got a great part, yeah. apparently, and maybe she'll get a nomination for something. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. She would She would deserve it. She, she definitely killed it in that role. That's great. That's yeah. awesome. So um, you said you read comics like when you were younger. What were some of your favorite comics as a kid? Um, I was really into, uh, you know, Wolverine <clears throat> and um, Spawn. I loved Spawn. Nice. Um, that, was, that was one of my go-tos. Yeah. Um, and you know when I was when I was even younger, I um, I really liked uh, Mighty Mouse, uh, and I had uh, my older cousin was just a comic book fanatic, and and he was, you know I like I say I'm I'm kind of the lazy comic fan where I would just, you know I liked the I liked the pictures, um, right? And I would read them too, but mostly it was it was to look at the pictures, and but so he would just just dump these boxes of comics on me. And, um, you know, all sorts of, of different types and none of them in any particular order or, you know, um, and I would just, and I would just pour through them and just devour whatever I could. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Spawn was, um, I mean, Todd McFarlane's art is just unbelievable. Yeah. Oh man. I, uh, I yeah. wish he was still, I mean, I know he's busy. He's got all of his businesses, but, uh, I miss seeing him drawing month to month. I mean, that was just fun. Yeah. Um, well, good stuff. So uh, got the last couple questions here. Uh, we try to make these, this one a little bit more fun. Hmm. Um, you need a bodyguard. This is a hypothetical scenario. Hopefully it's a hypothetical scenario. <laughs> um, you, you need a bodyguard. There is a, uh, multiple terrorist group. They're after Parker Jennings. You get to pick three superheroes to guard you as bodyguards. Who do you Ooh. pick and why? Okay. Um, <laughs> Let's see. Okay, I, I guess my life's in danger. You know, it's hard to it's hard to pass up Superman. Right. You know, he's got it all. He can fly. He's got the he's got the Fortress of Solitude. You know, that's nice. Yeah. I always go there. Things get too real. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe the my second one. I probably maybe I'd pick um, I pick a Beast. Hmm. I think for one of them. Oh, that's cool. Just because. You know, he's so smart. He he'd have all the ideas, and I think I I think I'd get along with him. I think the beast and I could be tight. You know, he'd, <laughs> yeah. He'd be an interesting person to to have around if you're you know trapped in solitude. You talk it up with him. Right. Um, number three, I don't know. Maybe we'd get uh, hmm, get a lady in there. <laughs> <laughs> have to get maybe Storm. Oh, oh that's sweet. Good, good choice. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I would yeah. like I would like Storm. Yeah, she's cool. I um how about you, Josh? 
Three superheroes and bodyguard. Oh, gosh. I mean, Batman's got to be one, of yeah. course. Tactical, uh, obviously, sure. Terry McGinnis, Batman. Yeah. Two, bat- <laughs> two, a, two bats. Two bats. Why right. not? That's <laughs> a girl in a pizza shop. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Oh, pizza. Um, Wonder Woman. Okay. I'm really. It's really DC centric. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Those are like the biggest things. Wonder Woman's on my mind. Yeah. You know. It's but. Yeah. How about you, Joey? Um. Okay. Firestorm. Hmm. Um. Because. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't really want to mess with him. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I don't know. I think, uh. Oh, the Flash. I mean, this is another DC. Right. You know, um. And probably Wolverine because he can't really die, right? So he's a good meat shield, yeah, right? As yeah. they say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I um, I'm gonna steal one from Parker and say Superman, mm-hmm. just because uh, um, obviously he he can do a few things here and there. Uh, Green Lantern, Hal Jordan, because it's me, yeah. and that's my favorite character. Um, I'm surprised I didn't pick Batman. <laughs> what the heck? Yeah. And then, um, as much as I, I agree with the female aspect of it, um, I think I'm going to go with Spawn. I like that, uh, you know, we're talking about him. He can certainly scare the hell out of pretty much anybody. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. he could just be a good mental deterrent. You know, I mean, uh, we might not even need. You know, Hal Jordan or, or Superman. Mm-hmm. So. That would work. Yeah, yeah. You, could just, you could just hang out with Hal Jordan. Like, yeah, and, and exactly. Doing all the Spawn's doing all the work. Superman. So, and, you Hal, know, tell right. me about what's right. going on. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So, good stuff. So, um, Parker, where can people follow you? Are you? Do you have a social media presence? I know some people are, you know, big on Twitter, big on Facebook. Uh, are you out there somewhere? Yeah. Uh, my, my main outlet is uh, Instagram. Okay. And that's, um, yeah, line circle dot spelled out. Uh uh, at line circle dot is my Instagram feed. Awesome. I'll make sure that, uh, we, uh, get that out there on the interview notes and stuff so we can definitely, um, make sure that people are following you. I know, uh, we'll follow you as well. I have a website too, which is also uh line circle dot dot com and line circle dot all spelled out. Yeah. Gotcha. Any other projects on the horizon? I know we, uh, we've talked about blanky bot a little bit. Are you guys talking about anything else? Uh, yeah, well actually, um, so we had been working on sort of the, the genesis story of Blanky Bot, I guess you could call it, um, which was a much longer issue. Mm-hmm. And I think it was 34 pages, which um, which was, a you know, an ambitious uh, project to undertake. But sure. um, we, we have several pages drawn, and uh, Alex is actually splitting it up into a couple different issues. Right. So I believe one of those is, is getting ready to, to be published. Um, the the second one of that series is already drawn, and um, you know, so I'm starting to work on the on three, the third and fourth um, issue of that storyline. So, got more got more drawings coming. Awesome, I'm looking forward to it. I, and again, like I said, I I enjoyed it immensely. You know, I love that challenge. I mean, ever since I saw that Batman comic years and years and years ago, uh, I always thought it was interesting when someone tried to make it work without dialogue and. Um, hats off to you, Parker. I, I just I thought it was phenomenal. It was good stuff, and you know it's hard to uh, um, it's hard to argue with a robot that poops out toys. So <laughs> you know that's uh, <laughs> that's pretty awesome. <laughs> well, Parker, we sure appreciate you being on the show. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks a lot, and uh, we'll keep an eye out on your work, and hopefully, we'll talk with you again soon. 
Sounds good. All right. Take care, Parker. Take care. You too. Thank yeah. you. Bye. Bye. Okay, so we got some Warner Brothers news. Big developments happening. Man of Steel 2 looks like it's back on the plate. Yes. Yeah. says it's an active development. It's a top priority. Uh, with all that, what what storylines would you think would be cool for them to, to put out there? Um, I want to see Superman coming from Krypton for the first time. Um, it's like an origin story. Uh, <laughs> really? He faces yeah. Zod, and then he right. next movie be he faces Batman. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good idea. Yeah. Will they destroy less buildings? No, they'll they'll go to Gotham and be like, "Oh, this is already run down, anyways. Let's just, might as well." Yeah, it's like it's like destroying Council Bluffs. Nobody's gonna care. <laughs> oh <my laughs> God. Maybe like Brainiac or Bizarro. Yeah, that's like gotta that. be a freaking must. It's a given. Yeah, you haven't seen it yet. Yeah, yeah. I I know. I wonder. Obviously, I think Superman's gonna be in the Justice League, right? Um, what? So they. Uh, <laughs> But he died. Right. And so I'm, I'm wondering, where are they going to address those concerns, you know, mm-hmm. like of him coming back, how that all works? Um, personally, I would love to see a Man of Steel 2 before Justice League. I know that's not going to happen. Yeah, I understand. But that'd be a great way to reintroduce mm-hmm. Superman and, and have it be more of a focus. Um, I think it'd be cool to, um, you know, see that humanity side of Clark as he's kind of repowering mm-hmm. up. You know, after after being dead, because I think? assume they're going to go with the whole, you know, he's just a living solar battery thing and he's going to have to recharge. You know, what do you think they would call it? Because a lot of people are just pulling for just Superman. That would be cool. Yeah. I'd be cool with that. Because we haven't really because you could say, oh, Chris Reeve, but that was Superman the movie. So right. this is kind of like this, like there's but even so about, that was like, you know, 40 years ago. Yeah. It's like just say Superman or no, I think Superman Super- lives. I, I think Superman. Yeah. I think well, Super- I, I think Superman's fine because yeah. they're thinking about using supposedly the Batman for Affleck's solo, yeah. which I think is freaking mm-hmm. great. It just right. kind of screams like '40s to me, or you know yeah, when it was created. Absolutely, Batman brave and the bold. <laughs> yeah, uh, because well, plus they're talking about bringing the dark Superman, like when he had longer hair, and mm. so I mean, that's when he came back. Yeah, right. right. Now. I, I'm not familiar with when he came back, but did he have any memory loss, or did he actually just pick up where he left off? He didn't really pick up where he left off. I mean, I, if I remember correctly, he had to power up a little bit. I mean, his powers came back slowly. Um, he wasn't quite all 100%, obviously, but uh, um, he had his memory intact and, and the whole thing. So Just had a yeah, recharge. Yeah, and he had the black outfit, you know, with the silver uh, logo there, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, it was cool. I mean, you know, back then uh, it was uh, it was a fun storyline. Yeah, I still reread it on occasion. I still want to see Steel someday. You know, the reign of Superman. It, uh, oh, I just yeah. want Steel. Give mm-hmm. us Steel. I don't know. Yeah, like maybe maybe that'd be Man of Stool. Uh, Man of Stool. Man of Stool. <laughs> That's the Mad Magazine version. Man I think. of Stool. Pooperman. <laughs> right. Pooper I'm giving. Man. I'm giving them ideas. Um, yeah. No, that'd be cool for Man of Steel if like I don't know if they gradually were like. You know, Clark's kind of observing what the, how the world's been since he's been gone, and he sees like you know an uh, article about some man and you know this certain part of Metropolis, right? Picking up where Superman left off, and Shaquille O'Neal. No, <laughs> that'd be a cool Easter egg. No, Charles Barkley. Um, <laughs> but obviously, they can't do that because he's going to come back in uh, Justice League unless Man of Steel Two is a prequel to Justice League. Maybe if that's Maybe. the case, cool. You know, that's just gonna be that's such a big thing. Like, 
and they can't just have them in the end. That's going to piss so many people off. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm a little concerned about it. You know, I mean, how much are you going to try to stuff into it? Yeah. And and that's the DC curse. Is, is it still a two-parter they, or is it? Um, I'm not sure. I don't remember. But I, Well, I know, I know Marvel and Warner Brothers are getting away from the two-parters just by title, but... I think they still are like you know the new Avengers. It's, it yeah. strings the storyline together. People don't course, like right? the numbers anymore, I guess. But yeah. anyway, or the parts. But right. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I just my only concern with DC movies is you know how much you're going to try to throw into it. Yeah, that's why I'm kind of excited about Wonder Woman. You know, it doesn't feel. I mean, we have Wonder Woman. She's the focus. You know, we don't have looks great. thirty other things that looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, they're not going to try to throw in six hundred villains and. Yeah. you know oversaturate that so I, I am a little concerned on how they bring superman back i think if they can do that very very well you know that's that's awesome so uh jeff johns if you're listening which you know we'd be very lucky if he was but um <laughs> he's just listening he's like that's me right oh yeah i heard my name guys it's like listen um, guys no yeah. meeting right now i gotta listen to field of geeks <laughs> exactly so he knows <laughs> like we all do right know. of course yeah but uh, yeah, hopefully he's got it under control. You know, um, I, I'm, I have a lot I'm of faith in him. So he's got it. I mean, he knows what's on the line. He's going to deliver. Yeah, people just need to stop doubting because you know everyone's like, well, you know, Batman, Justice or uh, mm-hmm. Suicide Squad, whatever. Uh, but I guess Wonder Woman's his first. It's his first, it's uh, first real time. Yeah. yeah, watching over everything and Justice League to follow. So yeah. I have faith it's going to get it's going to get better. Justice League's already got more humor, and of course people are bitching because. Yeah. It's too much like Marvel. It's like, well, shut it, up, it, fanboys. It drives me nuts because, you know, they released the new Justice League logo earlier this week. And um, already, I uh, all over those comments, people are talking about how horrible the movie is. It's like, I don't know if it's new what? Uh, there's a new logo for oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, I, you know, I just feel like saying, yeah, I, I want to jump in there and just start getting crazy <laughs> with people. But then you become part of it. But then you become part of it. And it's not, you know, you stoop to their level. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, you got, you got a time machine. You already know that that movie's going to be terrible. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and that's that's like with anything in life. If you're telling yourself it sucks, well, it's going to suck to you. Well, if you read yeah. into something, you don't actually right. do the research or go see it. And right. You just assume. Go into things yeah. with an open mind. Exactly. And, you know, I, I think people would be a lot happier. But yeah, some people aren't happy unless they're griping. Of course. So, I know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, weird. we're going to yeah. lose we're going to lose these movies if people keep bitching yeah. about right. it. You know, it's just like know. we want this type of cake. Yeah. It's like, all right, here's this type of cake. He's like. There's not enough frosting. It's yeah. like, what do you? Yeah, well, you ate the whole thing. There's a I toenail in there somewhere. So, <laughs> well, I mean, that's just like with the Suicide Squad. Yes, critics didn't like it, and that's getting the most attention because it's not a critics movie. I, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. You yeah. know, yeah, 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 I prefer a few other things, but I'm sure my second viewing it might be better. Right. Steve saw it again, and yeah, uh, we saw it again last night, my family and I, and uh, um, I still enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. You know, I mean. It's not a perfect movie, of course. I mean, very few movies are. Um, it reminded me of the old days when people would say about Jim Carrey comedies, oh, he's so over the top. Yeah, well, guess what? That's what you're getting with a, a Jim comedy. Carrey comedy, right? I mean, that's that's kind of the I appeal to his humor. more serious. Right, yeah. We're all no snobs. No one's going to believe that. Right? Yeah. I mean, we're really spoiled in this day and age. Yeah, so. we are. And it's ridiculous. We're all movie critics all of a sudden. Yeah. You know? And again, mm, again, I'll trust the 70 percent of the audience mm-hmm. versus the 20 percent of the critics exactly that scene so. where uh where batman glides down to catch dead yes that was so cool because we didn't really get to see that like that side that looked, it, that well, type, it, yeah. well, and that looked very um theatrical well or? no it looked very practical like it, it oh didn't yeah look like CGI, yeah. like because in 
um, Batman vs Superman when he glides into the room, it's like you know CGI, right? But, but it still looks cool. Yeah. Um, but in this, he's just like you know slowly gliding. It felt like watching you know the animated series or something come to life. Right. And I was like, this is cool. This is good. That was good. It was awesome. And they use the bat cuffs, which yeah. I don't think we've seen before. Have was we? it more of a zip tie or was it no? A bat it was, cuffs? Bat, it was like bat cuffs. Yeah. yeah. Um, had the Adam West logo on them, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, they said I'm not Bruce Wayne. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> not <laughs> not made by Wayne Tech, or or worse, it says property of Bruce, Wayne. right? Yeah, um, Alfred's signature on it. Yeah, he's got his initials. I put it on there, so you wanted to lose it. So. <laughs> but yeah, it was great. I mean, those Batman scenes in Suicide Squad were mm-hmm. just unbelievable. And people were like, "Oh, it wasn't enough." Like, like, it wasn't under, his movie. It's under a minute. Yeah. That's that's the best to me when you get a character. That's just in it a little bit, and it's yeah. not all about them. You know, it's not Batman leading the way, yeah. and it shouldn't be because it's not the movie for that. I, I didn't see that movie for Batman. I saw it for Suicide mm-hmm. Squad. The I fact that Batman in it, was but... in there, and they were awesome scenes to me was just icing on the cake. Yeah. Absolutely, it's like, yeah. it like someone giving me ice cream, and it's like, okay, cool, and it's like, do you want sprinkles? And it's like, yeah. why not? Sure. And those are the sprinkles, you know, and it was awesome. <laughs> I only got two. Like, yeah. shut up. Yeah. Are the sprinkles Bruce Wayne? I don't know. <laughs> then I'll take them. You're so right. nuts. Um, no, uh, I, you know, I, I really enjoyed uh, just yeah, you know, like the Joker. People are complaining about that, but I, I feel going in though. Yeah, I, I, I wanted to really see more of him. Well, they, we supposedly were, we they made a movie's worth of him. We were very bait and switched with the Joker, and that's mm-hmm. that is probably what I hated most about the movie. I get it, but my my the whole the reason I was there is to see the Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. you right? Know? But when they build him up as a villain, no, I get it. And then yeah, they make make the villain that. Well, stupid. as we got closer to the release, <laughs> I knew Enchantress was the main villain, and he just had a. But you know, of course, when they first showed the trailer, the teaser like a year ago, yeah, yeah, I think I think if they went up, would have went up against a, a practical villain, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. A mortal villain, yeah, that would have been probably because you know there is problems like. Yeah. Why is Enchantress fighting him at the end with the swords? Yeah. Right. I get it. Well, and then she just like, after the big fight, she's just like, enough, and like pulls all their weapons away. I just turned to my friend and was like, didn't she just do that before? Well, it's kind of like with, <laughs> uh, and I'm not, I'm not, you know, I like these movies. Don't get me wrong. All right. You know, every movie's got something I don't really, you know, like Steve says, it's not a perfect movie. It's just yeah. not going to happen. You know, I mean, Dark Knight has flaws. You know, it's good. It has flaws. Everything, everything has flaws. But anyway. There's a lot of subplots. Yeah. And. Uh, you know, that's people ignore like that though. What's that? People ignore that. Yeah. yeah. Like, Oh, there's just enough going on. It's like, there's a lot going on. Yeah. Quite a bit. Right. Uh, and honestly, that movie is too long. It's a long movie. It, it was, is it was, it because felt- it's not, it's more of a, um, like a drama. Like, yeah, a, you know, we went to the midnight and we didn't, I was like dozing off. The yeah. Three, three in the morning. morning. Oh, okay. Let's go. Oh, I, I was, I was locked in the whole time. Man. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I was locked in, but I was just like, no, I get it. I yeah. Like, okay. But that that Joker scene, the first scene with the pencil trick, right? Whole audience just erupted. Oh, come on, it yeah. was so everybody, good, and everybody crapped their pants when that happened. Yeah, I did. <laughs> when that happened, you knew this was a great Joker. Mm-hmm. He's he pulled it off instantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, instantly. Exactly. It was yeah. fantastic. And we just didn't. I mean, we just didn't get time with this Joker. And, yeah. No, you know, I get and it. I get it's not a Batman movie, but it's a villain movie, and he's the the villain. So it's like give him. You know, half an hour, forty-five. Like I'm not asked. Like you know, just let me see stuff. Let me see. And I, yeah. Let me be, be able to form an opinion on him because I don't think we saw enough to form you know a full opinion on like if he's a good Joker. Because from what I saw, he's he's doing all right. 
right. just need to see more. And right. that's that's my complaint about the like the flashback scene with him and Harley. It's just messy the way it was edited and stuff. Yep, yep. I wish it was just kind of crisp and like they showed that Batman clip before the movie, you know, uh, came out of you know he's intercepting, he's following right. them, and yep. that scene played very like it. Not a lot going on in the movie. It's totally different. It's like just yeah, throw, thrown in there, and it's just like it's just what I prefer. But you could go with an artistic expression, and say, well, Joker and Harley are a mess, so right. their flashbacks should be a mess. Yeah. So you know, what I mean, that's just how I kind of view it. Like, yeah, the movie's a mess, but maybe that kind of reflects. I heard that you know what the group is. They're right. all a mess. Yeah. You know, even I heard Batman. That the flashback is supposed to, or the one where they're in the club, and he like in commons there as like the. Cummins like this is gonna be a big part for yeah. me. Well, yeah, everybody <laughs> thought he was gonna be like the tattooed man and like have a big part. Five um, hours of makeup. Well, well, but uh, apparently, what was supposed to happen, other rather than Joker just shooting him, um, they were supposed to like him and Harley were supposed to mess with him so much that he just like shoots himself. Like that's how it was supposed to originally go. What? And then <laughs> obviously that was too dark. Had to keep it PG thirteen. Yeah. yeah. But it's the Joker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. I mean, Dark Knight was PG. You saw a pencil going to a dude's eye. Yeah. Exactly. Well, it was right. more in your head, you know. Yeah. You want to see a magic trick? Well, it's not like you get to show the and bullet going gone. in slow mo. Just like you just, I mean, you just maybe see like, like Man of Steel, but it, like, the eye doesn't catch it. It just keeps going like ah. Oh. Right, you just see like common shoulder, and then he like pulls up the gun, but you don't see like his. You just see from like yeah, the yeah. chest down. Like, yeah. I don't know. That would take like wouldn't that take like an hour? You think or what? I don't know. The dialogue would have to be really make you feel like, yeah, yeah, I agree with him. He, he did the well, right go thing. Really, I don't know. <laughs> no, I get it. Yeah. That's that's the one thing I've, uh, I don't know. I, I want an ultimate cut, but it sucks we have to get ultimate cuts to get like a satisfying movie. And that's basically DC's problem, I yep. think. But, you know, I think Wonder Woman's going to be the first one out the door. It's going to fix the problems. Yeah. Of course, you're going to. I wouldn't be surprised Rotten Tomatoes has a low score for it because I, I don't have no faith in the scoring systems anymore. No. I think they're way off. They like movies that aren't that great. Yeah. Ghostbusters, yeah. we'll get there. Na, 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 um, na, na, na. But what a failure. So far, does, so far <laughs> Suicide Squad's made a ton of money. It's mm-hmm. broken records throughout the week for August. It took a dip this weekend. Well, there's like bigger movies out. I think it's still one though. The box office this weekend. Yeah, and that's the whole point. Like the whole the whole box office for the summer has been pretty low. It hasn't been right, performing yeah. that great. No. And for Most... it to break records in August is pretty awesome. I it think broke so Guardians too. of the Galaxy. Yeah. And of course of course a movie's gonna have a sharp drop off on week two. Yeah. Of course. You know, I mean the rare movies the won't. Now. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 They jumped all over it though. The whole week they were breaking records and now the weekend comes and you these people these media outlets just can't wait to jump on this movie and right it there, took a 69 percent dip and it's like well i think every movie yeah dips a lot you know yeah. there's a lot of movies out ton of movies people want to yeah, see it's a thursday afternoon it's like oh yeah shut up <laughs> uh do you guys ever watch the office mm-hmm. um there's a scene uh where jim and michael are sitting in the break room and toby comes in and he's like the hated one like yeah. michael just hates toby and uh <laughs> and he's like hey guys could i and then jim just goes toby not now and michael's like get the hell out of here idiot <laughs> well someone uh made like an edit where toby was suicide squad and jim and michael were rotten tomatoes and metacritic <laughs> nice. he's like get the hell out of here idiot yeah uh, that's so exactly that yeah. right <laughs> that reflects the times yeah. uh, sadly it he's does. like i don't know what i did yeah but we got some, uh, you know, more uh, Aquaman. We'll talk about the office news. again next week. <laughs> office again next week. 
So we got more Aquaman news. Yeah. Black Manta has been revealed to be the villain. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. And I guess he was created in 67. Uh, and he changed over the years. I guess he was in the New 52. He was like an assassin and mm -hmm. Aquaman killed his father. Mm -hmm. Do you, uh, Wasn't he part of the uh, original Legion of Doom? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, this Meanwhile, makes sense. This is his biggest villain, pretty it, much. Okay. You know? and it's, yeah, it's the most course. recognizable villain for Aquaman. Mm -hmm. um, even if you're just a casual Aquaman fan and you had to name name three villains, everyone's... Well, there's Black Manta, and then there's... <laughs> Reverse Aquaman. Um, Sharks. Yeah, Landman. Shark guy, right? Shark guy? <laughs> Sharknado. Shark King. Right, Sharknado. Yeah. And then I think Jason Priestley. Right? Is that the last villain? <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. Nailed it. What's yeah. that one? Is it Orin or something? It's He was good. Is that is that a villain? I have I think no so. idea. Yeah. Sounds familiar. Um, Chlorine. Chlorine. <laughs> <laughs> but they're thinking of getting... Uh, Fluoride. <laughs> they're thinking of getting... Oil. Michael J. White. Or yeah, he's from, uh, he Dark wants Knight. to play he's him. He's from Dark yeah. Knight. Or yeah, he wants to and play him. And he was Spawn. That'd be cool. Yeah. And he was also Gambit Gamble in uh, Dark Knight. Yes. And yep. then yep. he was uh, Bronze Tiger in Arrow. Yeah. Uh, that'd be awesome uh, yeah. casting, I think. Yep. He's, um, he's a great guy. Yeah. I wish uh, I wish they would have done... I mean, I know they're still trying to work on another Spawn, but man. I know. Hearing, hearing Parker talk about it, it was like... I start thinking about it now. The art from Todd McFarlane is just like, oh god! I'm, I, when I go home today, I'm going to just break the special effects are here, though. Yeah. I mean, it's time. It to, is. Yeah, I think he's trying to get funding, though. That's the problem. It's a dark story, but well, you remember the uh, HBO animated? Yes, and Spawn? I enjoyed that a Phenomenal. lot. Phenomenal. Is it good? Phenomenal. Oh my gosh, they took you places yeah. like the the child. Hell, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they did. Hell, yeah. Yeah, it, like Wazano. No, another example of HBO's brilliance. So I mean, they really allow the artistic freedom and mm -hmm. you know they the integrity of their programming is amazing so. well i wonder if hbo is going to get into the superhero business they could you know they don't have to put out in theaters it'd probably make a ton of money that i think way. I, I think, think it, i think they were saying they wanted to do like a watchman series or something i don't remember i just know that the best spot you could probably be in for creators hbo yeah um especially as a maybe an executive from hbo because you know you're like we can pick and choose whatever the hell we want. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Because you know, we have a great history of doing it. And, and they can go there, they too. They can go there. I'm surprised uh, they didn't pick up Preacher. Because that was yeah. on HBO. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It would be a completely different show. And it would. And part of me wonder, and I know it would be great because no, it would yeah. be HBO. I know it would be. But uh, we were treated with a pretty awesome Preacher. <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm That's glad you know, things work out yeah. the way they work out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's good good times we live in yeah. you know you don't have to wait forever for it is things. especially when you just don't want to bitch about it beforehand right exactly you just know? watch the damn movie I and just want to enjoy up. it right don't listen to anybody i knew suicide squad wouldn't be brilliant but i knew it would be fun and it was yeah it was yeah i, I mean in the end you're entertained and you had some brilliant performances will smith and and uh, mark will smith Come Classic. On. yeah yeah yeah, they they all pretty much uh, they brought it, and it was yeah. and the chemistry was fantastic. Like and, you want to see the team again, and you I know who I liked. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that was exactly what I was going to say. On the second viewing, after the first viewing, to me, Boomerang was just fairly throwaway. To yep. me, that's what I got. The best part of Boomerang was being able to see the Flash even briefly. <laughs> yeah. But after watching it a second time, I liked Boomerang a little bit more. You yeah. know, so it was a. Uh, I was glad I saw it a second that. time. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I love the fire when he's making fun Ooh. of uh, El Diablo. <laughs> yeah. This fire. Ooh. Right. That actually, last night, got one of the bigger laughs in yeah. the whole movie. Right, which yeah. is just interesting to me because, you know, different audiences react to different things. But, yeah, that's crazy how you yeah. hear that, yeah. But people did. They died yeah. at that one. Well, I, I really like Jai Courtney and, um, yeah. you know, ever since I saw him in uh, Good Day to Die Hard, hmm. the yeah. fifth one. He was good in that. They called him a franchise killer. Other than that, in Terminator, <laughs> yeah, not his fault. Um, no, he, we he saw got... we saw that. And my friend was like, "Okay, not Tom Hardy." And I was like, "Yeah, kind of looks like him." A yeah. <laughs> well, Tom Hardy was originally supposed to be Rick Flag, right? Yeah, I want to see that would have been different. I want to see how different that would have been. I don't, I don't think he would mesh well. I don't know because I know he's really yeah. intense. So he was my least favorite character. Um, Flag, yeah, Flag was in not. In spots, I really thought he was great, but I think there were a few spots where there was a little bit of overacting going on. The helicopter scene. The helicopter scene. She'll cut you. Yeah. And I was like, why'd you stop? Keep right. Going. He didn't actually. Yeah. Huh? He, he didn't actually cut or stop after that. He just said, she'll cut you like she's, she'll cut you in half like she's mowing the lawn or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what he said. I swear there was one line. I was like, Ugh. nah. But I, I, I mean, I thought like he did with fine the, the rest yeah. of the movie. I mean, I think he, I think there's a couple spots where he's doing the speech type stuff, and mm-hmm. I'm like, all right. Just Sadly, Will Smith's stealing the show. But isn't isn't Deadshot the leader of the team anyway? Yeah. 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 I guess Flag isn't a leader of the team. He's a leader of his team. Just, right? Yeah, and he's just making sure they don't run away. Yeah, he's just part of the uh, let's hold up. accountable. Well, and yeah. the whole, um, I mean, I guess they had to do it for the movie's sake, but he he never really had control of the bombs. That was Amanda Waller all yeah. like all the time. So he was just kind of like a prop, like I can do it. Well, yeah. he he actually. Although yeah, he did. He fired Slipknot. off the Slipknot. No, I know, no, but no, no, no. In the comics and stuff. Oh, like, oh, he, gotcha. he doesn't have. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. Control like right. Uh, Amanda Waller usually, you know, most of the time does. But yeah, he did it for Slipknot. Yeah. Bye, Slipknot. I guess we were supposed to get his backstory, too. That was cut from the movie. Supposedly, he made up how he got captured. Wonder Woman, he's choking her out. Hmm. Yeah. Which is kind of cool, but, uh, uh, you know, how do you choke Wonder Woman out? Well, he's good with ropes. Maybe he got her lasso uh, from her. There you go. Yeah. That Hash- would have been... Hashtag rapist. Rapist, yeah. That's oh, man. That, yeah. I've heard people bitch about... I mean, of course, people bitch about everything, but Killer Croc, some people thought he should have been CG. I loved Killer he Croc. good. I thought he looked awesome. That's Especially with reason, the eyes. That's the whole reason... The eyes were awesome. That yeah. was good. That's the whole reason uh, David Ayer didn't want... It, he wanted it to be Killer Croc instead of... Um, is it King Shark or... Yeah, King Shark. Yeah, yeah. That's because he didn't want CGI. And he looked good. I mean, and that budget would have... Went sky high, gone way high, and it yeah. might not even look that good. And of course, critics would be bitching about that too. Oh, King Shark looked really. And Croc bad. was cool. I mean, I liked, I liked him. him. I thought he's great. I mean, he mimicked, you know, um, the animated series Croc because mm-hmm. he was just a guy with you know scales who ate people. Totally normal. Um, yeah, <laughs> happens. <laughs> uh, I actually was watching an interview with um, Adam Beach, who played Slipknot in uh, Ottawale. Was he crying? No. <laughs> Um, well, it actually did get really real because he talked about his parents because like they both died when he was younger. Oh shit! Um, but on a lighter note, uh, so Adewale would have to sit through like I think he said maybe six hours or something of makeup because like they had to do his whole body in that you know the scales, the armor. Oh and, yeah, uh, yeah. And the guy who played Slipknot actually bought him a lawn chair so that he could like sit down in between because t- it oh. was like you know he was like just lugging it around. Yeah. And the guy who played Adam Beach, he couldn't even sit down because he had, like, all of his stuff on. So, in between takes, he had to stand. And he was like, wow, that was really selfless. Like, he didn't even have to do that. That right. was cool. That's awesome. So, yeah. 
Yeah, you think the studio would be like, hey, we'll buy you a chair. Right. What the hell? <laughs> Go down to Walmart and grab yeah, you one. 30 bucks. A chair. Yeah, yeah. We, it's not in the budget. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, we got uh, going back to Aquaman, we have Amber Heard. She's going to play uh, Mara. Mara. Woo! It's going to be written by Will Beal. He wrote Gangster Squad. Hmm. Did you ever see Gangster Squad? I did Squad? not. <laughs> But it also says it's based off the Jeff Johns treatment, uh, the 25 issues he did for New 52. Yeah. Um, what Those were pretty good. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent read. Yeah. I was that really, kind of reinvented Aquaman, right? Well, yeah, yeah it did. And it, and it restored him, right, to mm-hmm. a uh, not a joke anymore. Fear him, right? yeah. I was really Sorry. tired when I saw Gangster Squad, so maybe it was good and I was just like... The trailers look great. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, re- I like the old gangster movies like that, so... Yeah, it had a shit ton of people in it, but I get it. It was kind of yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think they're kind of they're also kind of adapting like the um, animated Justice League version of Aquaman because Throne was, of Atlantis or whatever. No, that no, no. Was. Sorry, oh. the like the the show, the oh. Justice League animated series when he had the um, the harpoon arm and yep. like long hair, no shirt, and he was just like, "I'm Aquaman. I will defend the city." It's like, all right, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. So I'm excited cool. to see that. What if we get a flashback from in Man of Steel when he's on the fishing boat and then Aquaman's down there? Some people have said that Aquaman dispatched yeah. the whales yeah. to assist, but that would be cool. That would be pretty yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, as he's getting his powers maybe or something. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he got his powers really young, didn't he? Mm-hmm. I thought it came through like puberty kind of because he's half he's half human, half, half Atlantean. Right? right. Yeah. yeah. I don't you know. just toss him in the water as a child, just like. See if you can breathe. Yeah. <laughs> he's swimming. But honey, um, he's three months old. Oh, never mind. <laughs> that he will scene be Aquaman. Where, that scene where he's on the end of that dock, whatever, and those two waves just hit him from yeah, each side. That sweet. It's going to be awesome. We've already started seeing uh, the whole Martha, people making fun of Martha thing. Yeah, I know. Right. Nemo. Uh, no, because um, Batman, because Bruce, Bruce Wayne and Arthur Curry's uh, fathers are both named Thomas. Oh, so sh- they're like, why'd you say that in her name? It's like, yeah. shut up. Shut please, up. Please stop. Yeah, I was listening to one show, and they finally just said, can we just stop talking about that line? It's not funny anymore. Right. Yeah. It's just stupid at this point. And it's out of context, the way it was crit- critiqued. It's yeah. like, Absolutely. He had visions, a whole right. movie about his mom. That's why he had visions. Yeah. It paid off. So yeah. whatever. You know, I don't know. People complain. It's not, it's not like you're fighting. It's not like a playground fight, and then you're just like, <laughs> it's like, dude, my favorite color is blue. It's like, oh, dude, me too. We should be best friends. Right. It's like. Hey, my mom died and I couldn't right. do anything about it. And Let me save your mom. You're using a trigger word to someone who's borderline psychotic, yeah. which yeah. Batman is. Yeah. You know, and so when you do that, obviously you're going to get a reaction. Mm-hmm. You know? Exactly. So people just... He used that word and then Bruce Wayne yeah. looked in the mirror and he, you know, from that video I showed you guys, he saw Joe Chill. Yeah. And he was like, crap, mm-hmm. crap, crap. I'm becoming him. Yeah. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. Enough with the Thomas and Martha and stuff. <laughs> Well, this, I mean, this Aquaman will be interesting. A lot of people think it might be a scary movie because James Wan's <laughs> directing it, but he also did Fast 7, so right, right. I'm sure he's just going to be, he's going to be fine. It's, it'll probably have some scary elements. I mean, he's in a freaking ocean. There's yeah, probably going to be right. a few shark scenes, like, you know. Does, do, they, do they ever say how deep Aquaman can go? Can he go wherever in the he ocean? He can pretty much go wherever, yeah. I yeah. mean, I know that. Because I know the craziest stuff's at the, like, right. at the bottom of the yeah. ocean. Yeah, and so. you can't see anything down there. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's one thing people don't, don't realize to. about Aquaman is <laughs> that, you know, like he can jump literally for miles if he's on the surface, mm-hmm. you know, like Hulk style jumping, you know, he's virtually bulletproof because of the density that he has to, you know, 
uh, that he has for the ocean. And I mean, there's a lot of stuff to Aquaman. He did that sonic realize. boom. And yeah, that was awesome. He's, got, yeah. those sick, he's got those sick eyes too. Those look so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Menacing. A lot of people, uh, this is kind of a funny thing. I think, um, he talks to fish, right? But suppose he brings all the fish to the, the people, you know, once a year or whatever, what Bruce was saying in the justice yeah. league trailer. Yeah. So everybody's like, you know, like, oh, crap, does Aquaman just hear screams or something? He's yeah. bringing the fish. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that, that's a great setup. I think that movie is going to be fantastic. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to... They talk underwater in the comics or the animated yeah. movies? They do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> I wonder how they're going to do that without it looking... Cheesy. Yeah. That's going to... Because there's going to be a bunch of bubbles coming out. And like, ah. <laughs> well, probably. I mean, I don't know. Or it's like telepathic, maybe. Or, right. I don't know. That would be interesting. Whoop, yeah. Whoop, 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 whoop. I'm excited for it. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> uh, be good. CW came out with a ton of news this week. Um, yeah. Supposedly, Dolph Lundgren's going to be on Arrow for he's like, gonna be in maybe the, an arc episode. He's, no, he's going to be in the flashback episode. Era flashback. Because they go to Russia. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's not actually doing battle with the arrow it's probably not steve mcqueen or steve mcqueen yeah i've what? been ivan drago's uh <laughs> training his son to be a fighter <laughs> and so they they go to russia and some people dot. some people thought it'd be cool for creed too yeah that would be Wait, pretty cool have we seen kg beast in the Mm-mm. what if we get him there that could be that'd be cool i don't know maybe we i mean have, they... we don't know we don't know dolph lundgren's name yet so no we don't him and is there going to be a Creed 2? I think they're, yeah, oh, I think they're working I hope on so. Yeah, that was so good. Um, yeah, they, they've talked about maybe that's more of a fan thing. Sorry, I digress. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. No, it's fine. You said it and it just perked. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, shut up, Joey. Yeah. Creed 2, what's going on? <laughs> Creed 2, Creed 2, Creed 2. Let's make that the focus. Yeah. No. No, yeah, that'd be, that'd be kind of cool, though, because, you know, he was beaten in four, so he could have like a son and he's taught without steroids yeah. maybe this time. And, um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the CW, they announced the Dolph Lundgren thing. There's going to be, this is interesting, is there going to be like a Flash Supergirl musical crossover thing? Yeah. Supposedly, um, they talked about Joss Whedon maybe directing. I don't know how true that is, but I think if anybody could pull it off, it's those two because I well, think they were, they were on Glee, Glee, right? Yeah. yeah. So they have voices. That'd be interesting. Is there a villain that makes you sing or something? Um, I hope not. Well, Granny. <laughs> Melody uh, Man. Kenny G. Well, mm. there could be the Music Meister, or it could be... Um, Who the hell's the Music Meister? <laughs> I thought he was a villain. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Yeah, there's is. a lot There's a lot of, like... I'll Google him later. Villains. Either that... They or, all drop acid in this episode. Either that, or... Um, I think there's a storyline where, like, Granny Goodness takes this box, and she, like... I think she, like, makes you sing or something. Like, like she traps you Oh, because Batman sang in an episode... That wasn't. Oh, that was that Santana. Wasn't, that wasn't why. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna do that one. Be yeah. I'm like on the list different. of things to do. That could be like on out of ideas. When someone was like, "All right, that's it. That's that's gonna. This is where the show gets bad." It's like, well, I don't know. That's just one episode. That'll be yeah. And Maybe. didn't um, Joss Whedon? I mean, Buffy had that musical episode. If you oh remember. yeah, yeah. Did they? Was it bad? I never watched Buffy. Freaking weird, um, if it? my daughter's watching, it was totally awesome because she <laughs> loved it. <laughs> She's not listening, and it was terrible. <laughs> I, I won't say it was terrible. It was just, I don't know. I'm that, striking your heart. That stuff gets a little <laughs> hokey. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see 
how they pulled this Did they off. work that into the plot at all? Why they were singing? or just... All I know is that I listened to this episode. I could hear it from her room maybe 400 times in the span of a week. I mean, she knows all the songs. I mean, oh. it's just weird. Like the tone. I just don't know if it'll. I don't, I don't, I don't know if it'll fit the tone either, you know, and I'm, uh, I don't know. Maybe I, it's I read a joke. that and <laughs> no, let's hope it's a joke. I, I don't want to be one of those fanboys that says, oh, this is going to suck before I see it. Yeah. I'm just hesitant. That's all. Yeah. But I'm not going to critique it till I see Same it. Same here. I'm like, let's, I uh, I, we haven't seen a musical anything like superhero, have we? Not that I, th- I mean, aside from like Spider Man on Broadway, but like on TV, but things yeah, like that. No, like a, no. Let's make a musical episode. Like well, they have the Batman musical. Remember that from yeah. a year or so. No, ago? I'm, but, but I mean, like on TV, like yeah, no, I get right. Makes yeah. sense. Well, they're going to now. They're yeah. going to pave oh, we'll the way. See. We'll see how it goes. Marvel announced Agents of Shield will do a musical as well afterwards. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised they haven't already announced it like an hour after. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we already have done our musical. Right. We're just like yeah. waiting to. Ours is shot and it's in the can, so you know, whatever. <laughs> we have the entire cast of Phantom. Of the, we have the entire cast of Phantom of the Opera. They're here. They're going to sing the songs. Oh my gosh, that's awesome! So yeah, we'll see how that goes. Uh, I don't know. Is there any other news that you heard about the new shows coming? I heard Flashpoint's going to last maybe a few episodes, and then the repercussions is what that's what when Barry fixes things. But there's another ripple effect. Well, that's to how that. it brings Supergirl in and. Um, yep. which you know we all suspected yeah we thought we've been talking about this one for a while yeah um that'd be cool oh they i mean they talked about some character being open about their sexuality like uh some important character in the universe like they felicity's said, mom no oh people are people are um saying it could be win from supergirl mm, yes yes um I don't know. That was just kind of random of them to throw it in there. Wait, is that the is that the white dude? Yeah, the kind of like the Jimmy Olsen of Supergirls. But world. I thought they cleared that up in the first season because she. I think didn't she say I thought you were gay because he wanted to go out with her or something? I don't know. I don't know I either. Don't, they just kind of threw it out, and I was like, okay, that wasn't really whatever. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know, but yeah, they said we'll it could see. Be anybody. We'll see what happens with that musical number. I don't know, but oh yeah, there is another announcement. Kevin Smith is returning to direct Flash episode and Super- Supergirl. Yeah, and it's isn't called, that cool? It's going to be called Supergirl Lives. Yeah, really? Yeah, that's what it's going to be. Oh, that's, well, that's the title. perfect. Yeah, shoot, I'm excited for that. That's going to be awesome. So much has come his way since he directed that Flash episode, yep. and it was all set up behind the scenes. Like I think it was Jason Mewes' wife and Jason Mewes' idea yep. to just you know ask them like, would you be interested in having Kevin direct? And Kevin at first was like really like. Why'd you do that? I didn't yeah. want them to think I was like sucking up to him or right, whatever. Trying yeah. to, he's been able to get two TV projects going. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully they'll see the light of day. The Mallrats is one of them, of mm-hmm. course. Buckaroo Banzai. Buck, yeah, Buckaroo right. Banzai. I just watched that this week. That was pretty pretty good. Did you like it? Yeah, it's its own thing. Yeah, you still haven't seen that yet. Not yet. Not yet. You should check it, it out. It reminded me of um, They Live. Oh yeah, great movie. Can, Did you like the dance can... number at the end? Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> That's just it apparently so they played on. when they were walking. They actually played uh, Uptown Girl. Oh, you, oh wow, and, yeah. So they were walking nice. that beat. It's a unique movie. Mm-hmm. It 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 just works, but it's it was ahead of its time mm-hmm. when it came out, and it just totally and they set it up for a sequel, and it never never happened. But it's based yeah. off it's based off books or comic books. I'm 
I'm thinking. I can't remember. But anyway, I hope that gets that gets done. And yeah, these two episodes of yeah. uh, Flash he's already, Supergirl. He's already getting hate pretty good. on like Twitter and stuff too. He always does though. Because uh, Shyler Lay or she was uh, she plays Supergirl's like sister, like the Earth sister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, she's like she's like uh, said something like oh, I can't wait to have Kevin Smith direct. Like I'm freaking out. This is awesome. Um, and some some random guy who I went through his Twitter and he's just very negative about a lot of stuff. But he goes. He goes, uh, overrated, no commercial, no commercial, um, recognition or something. And Kevin Smith is like, well, time to pack it up. I think when, uh, you get, um, evaluated or when you get, uh, like critiqued by this guy on Twitter, yeah. it's time to reevaluate. When douchebag four, seven, nine <laughs> critiques me, I know it's over. Wait, mom, me. I don't really mom, I'm it. trying to tweet. <laughs> mom, the meatloaf. Excuse me, I don't really think that Kevin Smith will be a good director. Give me um, the man do. <laughs> Code Red! Or Code Red. Or Crystal Pepsi. <laughs> and some Cheetos. And Cheetos too, Mom. <laughs> Jesus. Flaming <laughs> yeah. hot Cheetos. I'm not a pussy. <laughs> you can edit that out if you want. Secret sauce. So moving into Ghostbusters news, I I hate, <laughs> I hate to beat a dead horse, um, but it killed itself. I didn't like this movie. Everybody, sorry, the 2016. Uh, you know, I mean, it was entertaining, but overall, it was just waiting for Redbox. He's not yeah. saying he's not saying he doing. hates the actresses or anything. No, 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 so no. It's a bad movie. Just the part, just the, the part that they're women. That's all I hate. You know. Um, Let's go to movie 101. Sometimes, kids and ladies and gentlemen. So you, hate, make, you but, hate that they're women? Is that what you said? No. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes, ladies and but gentlemen. But I like them. I just good hate actors, that women. You know, good right. actors and good uh, movie makers make a bad movie. Yeah. yeah and that's the end of your lesson for today. It's like, oh, hey, let's uh, <laughs> take a classic and, uh, you know, let's just, uh, you know, do our own thing. But let's just cross that sentence off and, yeah, I'll rewrite that a little bit. And I'm one of, like, four people on the planet that just wasn't into the first Ghostbusters back in the day. Really? Yeah. Have you, you know, seen so, her lately? At no, all? I haven't. And no. so I want to. It's uh, My daughter and I were actually talking about it. She's like, well, you should watch it and just see what you think of it nowadays and all that. Because I, I wonder if. I did see the new movie, which I have not. Um, I'll wait until it's on video. Um, <laughs> that you'll like it. So yeah, I wonder if I would just not because I didn't give any craps about the first yeah. one, you know. So well, I I mean I heard half of it's not even like yeah sure you don't want it to be remade if you're a diehard Ghostbusters fan, but still a lot of people like Josh they gave it a chance yeah and then they're still and like, it still had enough it eh, wasn't right. it wasn't just like this isn't like the movie or the original like yours like too much like the original yeah it's just like this is just isn't a good movie. no I mean right. there was parts I enjoyed and then there was parts I rolled my eyes because like they botched that line if sure. don't use that line yeah. that's a classic line about choosing your killer mm-hmm. at the end your destroyer. And it just kind of was thrown away. It was so much better than the original. It just... Uh, it looks to me like it's a movie that has some probably really funny parts, but not enough... The parts don't make a whole, you know? Yeah. Exactly. And, and It's missing. Right. You've got things that and there's work. a million movies like that. You exactly. Know? I don't know how many movies I've seen that's like, man, if I could just isolate these three or four scenes, mm-hmm. you know, that's hilarious and awesome. Make it a short film. It's, right. like, it's like After Earth, if you could just isolate like like the first two hours of the movie. Yeah. Um, then that's good. I just think it would have been more <laughs> if you if you would have done like if a canon piece, they're searching for the technology. That's fun. Mm-hmm. The adventure in doing that, trying to figure out what this equipment does, but you go right in and 
Kate uh, McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. Her character's already oh. developed the technology, and she's developed like smaller versions of it. I mean, that stuff's cool, but yeah. I just would have loved the exploring aspect. Like, right? Oh, is that the gun she licked? Is that like the yeah. small proton? There's oh. other ones that she made too, and that's like, not that's my a, problem. That's a cool aspect of it. It's not my problem, but they could have introduced that, you know, with canon. Like, they discover the technology. She has an engineering mind, so she's like, I can take this technology and make this into it because mm-hmm. the proton packs looked identical. Just don't know why they chose to, you know, if you can already make it. Right. You, or if you're going to make it your own thing, make your own thing. You yeah. know, I don't know. But like vacation. Well, yeah. yeah uh, ben Affleck didn't drive Keaton's Batmobile. No. <laughs> they made Shields. a new one. Yeah. Stop. Right. You already said that in 89. Uh, we a little bit so more I than 108. Lois, so I brought Lois Lane into the Batcave. Alfred, what? <laughs> what are you doing? That was You're the worst fired. Alfred ever. <laughs> it was. Here's Miss Vale. He just gave up. Well, I guess you know now. <laughs> Jeez. Bruce said we're gonna. You're gonna be out of town. Oh, we'll be here for a couple more days. The Batcave. Bruce Wayne focuses on the computer, <laughs> searching for his next villain. <laughs> Alfred walks in. Sir, the paper boy. <laughs> Turns around and there's the paper boy. Well, I home for the papers. I guess I got to make him the next Robin. Apparently. <laughs> Sir, <laughs> I forgot to cancel the pizzas. Here's yeah. the pizza boy. <laughs> Sir, I asked Arkham to bring in some prisoners for a field trip. Here they are. It's the Joker, Two-Face, Penguin. I feel like yeah. that would be more awkward than like they. I don't think hey, they would. Hey guys, I don't think uh, how's would, it going? I don't think they would be like, like ecstatic to be in the Batcave. They'd be like, this isn't fun. Like we, yeah. Like Penguin just looks. Is like that my like, hat? <laughs> what are you? What are these trinkets about? That's How my, did you my coin. That, how did you haul that dinosaur in here? You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> I, I think that'd be a great SNL skit, though. As it just continues to escalate, Alfred brings more people in, more people in, yes, more people in. That'd be good. And then Batman finally. Un- well, then Batman finally breaks his one rule, <laughs> kills and he kills guy. Alfred. <laughs> oh, I, I've got it. I've got it. Batman's out of town. Maybe he's you know hanging out with uh, Talia. Al, Al Ghul, um, and oh, gotcha. Alfred has uh, Alfred uh, has a show. And he's like, oh, we're gonna redesign the Batcave. Oh, and I brought in helpers, and he got the Joker, everybody, and they're just critiquing yeah. everything. And yeah, oh, he's coming! Hurry, hurry! <laughs> oh man, <laughs> it has to be that Alfred. Yeah, it though, has to be that the, Alfred. I forgot what his name Michael was. Go. Yeah, yeah. Has and, to like be. All, and then they all say surprise, and then Joker has like a detonator. He's like surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Whole place just blows up. <laughs> Everything's ticking. What's yeah. going on? Mushroom cloud credits. <laughs> but getting back to Ghostbusters. Uh, as, Anyways, no, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> Tangents are great. It was entertaining. Uh, yeah, supposedly, and I've heard two two numbers here. It's lost fifty to seventy million. Fifty's yep. still bad. A lot. It's lost <laughs> a lot of money. So yeah, if I lost fifty million, I'd be screwed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when this movie came out, they're like, oh, it's gonna have a sequel. Uh, sequel's unlikely now. Supposedly they got a uh, an animated film coming out in 2019. And uh, on a you know, high note, Paul Feig is no longer going to reboot <laughs> any movies. So I'm, I'm excited about that. I don't know if that means he won't return for a sequel, but we'll see. My brother-in-law bought the new Ghostbuster game. Just the intro alone, I told him this. I said, this is already better movie than, <laughs> than I, what the, I saw. Yeah. The new one? The new game, yeah. When did that come out? I don't know. It's probably one of those sleeper <laughs> releases. People are like, oh, that's out. But closest you can get to a Ghostbusters 3 right now is you go to YouTube and look at like the fan edits. They took game footage from that 
Last Ghostbusters, the game. Yeah. It was released many years ago. I have it. Uh, it's a great game. And you had the whole voice cast, even uh, Harold Ramis. You know? Oh, nice. So you, that's the closest you're going to get to yeah. getting a three, apparently. Mm-hmm. Unless they, unless the studio decides, hey, why don't we just get the old guys? And, you know, maybe they can hand it off versus right. having these dumb cameos. We could CGI Harold Ramis. That's yeah. just the thing, though. This, mm. this movie had visual elements in it that were great sure. but the writing just sucked i thought yeah. i love the fact that, you know my daughter she liked ghostbusters before but now she's like she feels like she could be one that's all great i think right. that's all you know positivity not not and it's generational i mean yeah you know, it's it's her ghostbusters exactly you know, the other one was yours right? right right and i'm not against a female team that was you a just, joke you just got right. the good ghostbusters yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got the real Ghostbusters. Yeah. Well, and that's just it, you know. As I, again, I haven't seen it, so I can't critique it. But I mean, you know, each of those actresses in and among themselves, they're phenomenal. Oh yeah, I love them. You know, so I mean, it's it's too bad that the they didn't get the material they needed to work with. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm in a weird place. Like, I I recommend seeing it. Wait though for Redbox. Right. See if you <laughs> like it. Then it's it's got some good stuff in it. Don't get me wrong, but overall. It was a watered-down version of the original. Sure. And if you were going to do your own thing, you should have done your own thing. Yeah, Just exactly. stuck to new concepts. But, mm-hmm. yeah, so that's our two cents on that. So I don't know. I don't know if we'll get a sequel. Maybe, hopefully, we'll get a uh, a requel where they try it again. and Or they just drop it. They True. Just stop Let it, it die, anyway. literally. Yeah. So... For any X Files fans, yes, they had that you know short reboot. Was it like a year ago, maybe six episode? Yep, series. Was that? And did it was you awesome. enjoy that? You oh enjoyed yeah, it? loved every second of it. Well, David the Coveney tweeted a happy birthday to Jillian Anderson, and he said, uh, I think he said Fox said to uh, polish off your your badge, <laughs> and uh, so that's kind of a hint that they may be returning. It's been yeah. scheduling conflicts. Well, that's they why they marry right. each other already. <laughs> I, well, there's been rumors that are they're kind of romantically, you know, really having fun. Yeah, I know that you know as long as they work together, I, I know they have their ups and downs professionally yes. and personally and stuff. But I mean, I think as time went on, they saw the value of what they created and 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 how amazing it was, <clears throat> and good for them for coming back to that material you know i mean yeah it's a phenomenal franchise Mm -hmm. it's in right now to bring back old things and at least give us a few episodes you don't have to do right you know uh i think that's that's great i personally didn't catch the 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 latest ones but i they're on my list i wonder if are they on netflix do you know uh not yet at least okay um but they were phenomenal a while for the new ones to get on there sure so yeah, I definitely that's on my list to catch, and yeah, I'm all for more X Files. I wasn't like the biggest X Files fan, but I, I I dug a lot of episodes. I watched. It had some. Interesting I watched it concepts. off and on when it was on um, originally when it was in in, in production. But um, I don't know four years ago, five years ago, uh, me, my wife, and daughter, we went on Netflix episode one to the very end. Wow, you know, and it was over quite some time obviously mm-hmm. but that was our thing every night after dinner we'd watch an episode of the x-files and Sweet. you know we did that for all nine seasons and it was just it was a blast did it flow better because I, kn- I know like you know as it came out on tv mm-hmm. like it, it gradually kind of people just tuned out you know yeah. jason or uh, robert patrick took over for a little bit yeah he played the character of john doggett and and i thought it was i even liked it with them you know i really did so because, just watching it without a break really yeah. kind of helps just i thought it was amazing that's yeah. like walking dead to me like a lot of, when i first started watching walking dead i went season one season two you know and that's all they had on netflix at the time 
I enjoyed all of it. People I heard like as they were watching on TV, they didn't care for season two. But yeah. as you're able to keep watching, it's it's yeah. better, I think. And super and shows like Supernatural follow that formula where they yeah. have a main mythology of the show, and then they have their one-off episodes where it's fun and yeah. goofy. And mm-hmm. I mean, X Files uh, they, they pioneered that. that stuff. Oh you know? yeah, and it was just it was awesome TV. <laughs> what, did you ever see? You probably did the last X Files movie. Uh huh. Did you like that more than the first one? I never saw that one. I like the first one better. Um, I liked the second one just fine, but it could have been a TV episode or broken out into a couple. Sure. I, I don't know that it was big screen material. Right. But I enjoyed the content greatly. You know, I uh, I own it and that's, I still watch it. So, um, but it's, uh, I would have liked to have seen a mythology piece for the movie. Sure. You know, uh, not just a one-off. That's great. Yeah, I... Uh... Yeah, I'm all for them bringing more more back. Oh. Maybe they'll eventually get to a movie. They don't have to though, you yeah. know. It's probably just meant for TV. Yeah, like, TV it, now is really. I prefer TV because I get more. You know, I mean, exactly. If they did a Daredevil movie, we'd we'd have had two hours of fun. Yeah. But instead, you know, we get twenty plus hours of mm-hmm. awesome. Exactly. It's like, it's like preacher. It's like, yeah. I'm glad we got a show because we got ten hours as opposed to, you know, two two and a half hours. I think the snobbery of movies over TV is going away slowly exactly you know i mean i know there's probably still some out there you know and i'm sure there's actors and actresses well i don't do tv you know but whatever i tv is become a much more interesting medium especially like if you go to like the netflix route or amazon hulu amazon hbo yeah all their originals and stuff i I mean mean, technically the the daredevil jessica jones we've seen so far 13 episodes each that's yeah. kind of technically a miniseries. Yeah. They they know what the story, they know what the end result is versus, mm-hmm. you know, actual television where they you know give you these great ideas right. but they can't really get you to it sometimes. So, I yeah. I just love that aspect about keep tell a whole story. Yeah, we get know? more content. Exactly. Things are flushed out so much greater. I mean, Daredevil is one of the best shows out there and Exactly. All, I mean, Hats off to Marvel for their Netflix stuff. I mean, Luke Cage looks amazing. Yes. You know, we've only seen, what, two minutes and 30-some seconds of Love it. Love that door scene. But, oh, come on, yeah. The whole... <laughs> I just cannot wait. Yeah. Great character in Jessica Jones. It's going to be phenomenal. Well, that kind of gets into something else. Robert Downey Jr. tweeted... I think he tweeted this. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically showed the whole map of the Marvel Universe, the movie-verse, and he included, you know, actors in the TV-verse. Right. So people were freaking out, like, "Oh my gosh, they're gonna cross over yeah. finally!" Well, supposedly on Marvel's end, they're not. No, what a waste. I mean, I've said this many times, right. but the Netflix material alone—I get, I get maybe having reservations about the ABC, the Agents sure. of Shield, but I've heard they've been doing great lately. Uh, yeah, I heard it got better as time went yeah. on, and and you know, I'm not gonna it's just a shame comment a ton because I haven't seen all of those. Yeah, yeah, but I did. I heard it got great. You know, I stopped kind of just because I was feeling yeah, yeah, this isn't terrible, but I'd rather watch Daredevil <laughs> or you know, but Netflix alone. Netflix. Why alone, don't you take advantage of that? The Netflix why? Marvel content is better than all the movie content, in my opinion, and the movie content is great stuff, but uh, the Netflix stuff is just way better. Oh, I I agree. I agree. I love that chase scene they had in uh, season two i mean i loved many things about you know when um who who's uh scott glenn play in that show his mentor taught daredevil how to yeah that whole chase scene Mm -hmm. where he rescues him and uh electra and they're just like driving just like out of a movie yeah like this is a tv show yep but netflix tv doesn't look like a a tv show it's just 
Yeah, it's so great. It's so great. But yeah, I could talk about that stuff all day long. Yeah. But yeah, that's um, yeah, that's one thing Marvel. I'm surprised they're not really trying to make that work. You got all this content. You would totally beat DC Warner Brothers on that because they're you know their TV is separate than the movies. You yeah. Know? But and I think that's where some of that snobbery still comes into play. Is mm-hmm. it? Well, that's just our TV stuff. Yeah, you know, and so it's looked at as almost second tier. Exactly. When in actuality, it's better than the uh, movie content. Exactly. Comic news, game news. Well, uh, in July, DC Comics beat Marvel in sales and and market share. So I mean, that was pretty awesome. Woo! Not that we hate Marvel. No, not at all. Come on, DC uh, needs some good news. DC yeah. needs some good news. They needed a jolt. Rebirth gave them the jolt. Now the pressure is on DC to maintain that momentum. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Eight of the top ten books of July were DC books, and the two Marvel books, they weren't regular books. It was their Civil War three and four comics. So I mean, this was their big company crossover. So they didn't even have their regular comics crack the top ten. Wow! Um, so that that says something, and I, you know, there's been a lot of discontent in the Marvel verse lately with fans and kind of how they've handled the direction of of the comics themselves. Uh, the flashy like Captain well, America is a Hydra agent shit. All, all yeah. the changes, yeah. all the it's it's almost as if they're changing the core fundamentals of their characters, and that's a turnoff for someone who likes historical. Right, um, it's what made them great, right. and you're taking away that greatness. Yeah, and and when, when I call comics historical fiction, it's not. It's I say that in the context of, you know, these are heroes that have been around since the 30s, the 40s, 50s, 60s, all the way up. You know, and there's a ton of history behind them. And when you go and change them, um, <clears throat> in a very severe way, yeah, you're going to get backlash for that, uh, even if you do it well. You know, you're going to get a ton of backlash. So, I mean, to see DC come out on top in July, that was a lot of fun to see. Even though in sales, it was only by a percent and a half, maybe, if that. Still. I think it was just under that. It's a win. It's a win. And DC needed the jolt. Um, Overall, July uh, 2016 versus 2015, it was still a decrease. So, we're still seeing comic, the comic industry, you know, uh, just on a a slight slant downwards for sales. Mm -hmm. Sure. Which you hate to see, but uh, you know there it is. So good job DC for uh, July, and good job to Jeff Johns for kicking that off. Absolutely, I mean it's just it's so much of a great experience to go into a comic book store. You know you, the smell yeah. of the new paper. It's just you can't beat it. It's like a rental store. Mm-hmm. Redbox is never going to replace that right. entirely, but unfortunately, business aspect, yeah. cost wise, yeah. sadly that's probably the future. But yeah. man, that's. Uh, Oh, I just love going there for the experience half the yeah. time. I don't buy anything. I just I'm go going and there around. as soon as we're done here. My <laughs> daughter wants yeah. uh, some Harley Quinn stuff to take to college. Yeah, sweet. Man. And so yeah, yeah look her pick, up. Pick me something up. Yeah, there you go, buddy. <laughs> Here's a penny bank. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> cool. I don't know if we talked about this, but uh, Injustice is getting another is a continuing its comic series for the game. Yeah, sweet. Um, so yeah. we'll get a. They'll probably. I'm guessing it'll come out before the game because that's. When the first one came out, like a few months before the game. It's some of the most underrated content comics-wise over the last few years Mm -hmm. is that Injustice stuff. and People just don't like it recently because it's it's short, but it's building up to something. I think it's building up to the second game is the thing. Right. Which uh, I cannot wait for. (laughs) As a gamer, I just cannot wait. That was good. That'll be exciting. And then speaking of games, I just got the uh, Telltale Batman game. Do you Um, tell? I I will tell. (laughs) Um, I have a tale to tell. 
Uh, <laughs> it was there. I mean, I wasn't expecting Arkham, you know, Arkham game style. Right. Uh, Gameplay and game all that. And yeah. Stuff. Um, but it was still pretty good. I mean, it was very grounded in reality. No, it's not, episodic, right? Yep, yep. Okay. It's just like the uh, Walking Dead game right. game or like they have a Game of Thrones one, I guess. Right. Um, but it's very uh, grounded in reality. Like there's no, there's not like, a, oh, you have to throw your uh, explosive gel at Clayface. It's like, it's like, no, you just have to swipe and like get away from a punch or something like that. Um, so a lot of it's very just like you're watching a TV show, but like, it's like, uh, what was that? What was that game? Was there like a TV, a game where you could control the TV or something like that in the back in the, is it ColecoVision or some crap like that? Mm, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Anyways, there's something like where you can control the TV with through a game or really? something. Really, but like that's what it was like. I was just watching like an episode, and I, I mean, I spent a gift card money on it, so I wasn't like, and I bought the season pass, so I wasn't like bullshit. I wasn't like, oh, I wasted money. <laughs> like what, thirty bucks, right? For yeah, like twenty nine ninety nine. Twenty five dollars. Yeah, twenty five. Um, it's four ninety nine an episode. I yeah, think if I so, saw, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, I think they're doing six, but I don't know if they're going to do like another season or something. I don't know how that works. Right, this is my first Telltale game. My guess is if it goes well and and yeah. people like it, they'll probably do more. But yeah. I was telling my wife, I'm like, this is an interesting approach to games. Is that, you know, you to do it in that episodic type mm-hmm. manner it leaves you wanting more. Right, leaves you wanting more. And I I told her I said that's kind of what keeps me away from it is that I want to be able to say. Well, I'm going to put in vacation days uh, when the next Destiny content comes out yeah, because yeah. I'm going to go crazy for a week. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so yeah, right. Yeah. But you know, it's interesting. I mean, it'll yeah, be. Won't take a week. L- let me know what you think of it as you yeah. go through. Well, I'm I'm done with the first episode. Is the thing? Yeah. Like it didn't take. Um, but like I'll keep you posted as I go. Yeah. Uh, I would suggest maybe wait until all six are out and then play them all. Sure. Um, this first one's pretty cool. Like it's a good it's a good story. It's very reminiscent of Year One. Yeah. Um. And that, uh, like the first appearance, you again you hear like the you know the goons talking, just like, oh, did you hear about that the the uh, man bat guy? Yeah, and it's like it's like yeah, it's like well, we need to be careful or something. And then you like he grapples in, he takes down a whole room of guys, which is like you know it looks pretty cool. And then like the first people you encounter, like Catwoman, yeah. um, Harvey Dent, who's running for mayor. Oh, sweet. Uh, and they're like they're like friends. Um, the big villains, Carmine Falcone. So again, oh, nice. very grounded wow. in reality. Awesome. Um, which is cool as opposed to like, you know, Arkham where it's just like, Oh, it's Joker all the time. Or like right. Ra's al Ghul. It's like, no, it's just like one guy, you know, one guy in a bat suit taking on crime. Not, yeah. not you know, um, and yeah. And like throughout you meet, uh, Oh, you meet Oswald Cobblepot, but Oswald, geez. Um, and he goes by Oz and they used to be like, I think they're sticking kind of true to the um, lore is that mm. they used to be friends. Right. Really? And, uh, That's cool. But he looks like uh, Robin Lord Taylor's version of Oswald. Oh, sweet. Gotham. And he's not like, uh, he's not really evil yet, but he's, he's like definitely teetering on the verge of Isn't it. that his whole story kind of, and maybe the anime series kind of um, um, changed it up, but he's like Bruce Wayne, but he's evil pretty much. Yeah. He has the money to do yeah. bad things. Yeah. And uh, one of the big parts of this game is that, like, uh, they have a, like, Cobblepot Park, but it gets, like, run down and, like, sure. there's crime all the time and stuff like that. Um, and so Oswald's like, I'm going to tear this city down or something like mm. that. He's unveiling his plan. Um, I'm doing the same thing to Des Moines, actually. <laughs> so. uh, and then 
And then, uh, oh, at the end you find out, well, we don't really like know exactly what's going on, but there's like a picture of the Waynes sitting down with Carmine Falcone and Carmine Falcone is like, oh, they're the oldest, you know, they're like the longest running gangsters in Gotham and Bruce, I mean, you know, he's Batman. He finds out, he's like, what? He's like, you gotta, I don't know what to do with this information. So like, he like throws Falcone over to like the police and then he goes home and he's like, to, you know, he's getting mad at Alfred and everything. I don't Why'd know. You bring a, somebody else into that game. <laughs> well, and the, I think Alfred was in the picture too, like with Thomas and Martha. He's serving so, him wine behind the he, scenes. No, or? he is. Yeah, That's, he's just standing there with like a. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out because he was like, because throughout the game you get you know that's another thing you have to like give your character dialogue like you have the four buttons to click and uh you're at a press conference and they ask you about like oh, how long cool. the waynes have been uh in you know in ties with falcone and bruce wayne's like well i don't know what you're i think your sources are wrong and everybody's saying it so he's like i don't know what you're talking about um but yeah if you're expecting like arkham style like fighting and stuff don't get this game <laughs> right um but it's cool like i like you know seeing how it plays out and everything They're trying so, something it's, yeah it's unique yeah, so it looks good yeah you, you know you you don't like um captain kirk used to say uh you can't sit in that chair unless you're willing to take risks or something like yeah, that. yeah right right yeah well gosh i could see them doing like a superman like you're a reporter like ask yeah, him this yeah. that yeah well and then uh i don't know oh yeah he sits down with harvey dent at lunch because people are like smirk, you know, uh, like uh, using his name in bad ways, and then uh, his friend Selena Kyle comes in, <laughs> and the, and Bruce and Selena take two looks at each other, and then Harvey has to leave or something. He's like, and they know, like she's like, so you're wearing a different suit or something like. Oh, that. Oh wow, that's yeah. cool. That's yeah. interesting. I, I see some goodness in that. Yeah, so. yeah, it's definitely worth. Uh, I don't know, getting a free gift card and you see, yeah, yeah, man, get a gift card, especially right, absolutely. That's it's awesome. the right price. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, you know, the whole episodic thing, uh, this is a side note um, real quick. The new Star Trek series, uh, I guess, isn't going to be episodic. It's going to be kind of like set up as maybe an arc or, or um, kind of like maybe Battlestar Galactica was. Okay. That's what they said anyway. Like, it's not always going to focus on one particular thing. It's going to jump all over the place. Yeah. Supposedly, there's not going to be really a captain. It's a... Lieutenant Commander, who's okay. commanding the ship. So I, huh. I've just I've read a ton on what that show is going to be, and it's um, it's going to have all kinds of diversity, you know, characters, which is sure. which is what makes Star Trek so yeah. great. Supposedly they're going to have a Russian, that's cool. Yeah, Vulcan, yeah, yeah, Spock, Klingon, oh. Worf. I don't know. If, I'd be, oh man, I'd be cool if it was the same characters. People freak out though. Yeah, those aren't the same characters. It's different. <laughs> Yeah, Too because... red, mom. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Make me a Popeye. <laughs> Supposedly, this is 10 years before the original series. Yeah. We're getting young Spock. You could. <laughs> they said Spock's mom might pop up. That'd be pretty cool. This is in the Prime Universe. This it's just something JJ. like... It's right. just something like, I'm Spock's mom. All right, I'll see you later. <laughs> this is a Prime Universe, you said? Yeah. Awesome. That's what they said anyway. Yeah. Awesome. So that's what makes it a little different. So that's that's pretty damn cool. They could do all kinds of things. Uh, Christopher Pike was the bring, captain before, yeah, right? Yeah, he could bring the Enterprise by. Yeah. Man, they could do so many things. Like Scott Bakula could come on as Admiral Archer. 
That'd be freaking awesome. I'm really excited about that. But that just reminded me when you were talking about episodic that this new Star Trek series is it won't be that way. I think that's going to be actually a good thing. I think, you know, you can't always wrap up something. It's got to kind of brew for a little bit and then you have a completion. That's right. It's like life anyway, you know. Can't all live episodic, as Kirk says in the beginning of Star Trek Beyond. Did you catch the start date? It was 966. It was meant for uh, September 1966. Oh, sweet! When it premiered, yeah. I like how with the start, uh, the start dates, you can just do whatever the hell you want. Oh, you can. I don't even pay attention half no. the time. <laughs> I don't. It's like, wait, we went back or forward? I don't care. Whatever. Yeah, I don't even know how that works. There's got to be it. <laughs> and I'm sure someone out there is a website that talks all about that system or something. Yeah. But yeah. I'm not going to look. For it. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Star Trek, uh, check out our uh, Star Trek Two Wrath of Khan episode we did. Did a more of a discussion piece on that. It wasn't it wasn't a movie commentary, but it was still uh still great. And we got some nice clips in there for you. It was it's a on, blast. Yeah, it was. It was on. It's on yeah. YouTube now and yeah, Podbean. Yeah, wasn't there. iTunes. That's why it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. We had but, so much fun. I couldn't make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Well, and we are going to do the room commentary. Yay! Eventually, because I think Joey might want to do that. I'm not sure. What's that? I don't know. <laughs> it's that new movie, the, the Brie Larson. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sweet, yeah. <laughs> it's a comedy. It's a comedy. But yeah, we're gonna work on uh, First Contact soon. Get that out to you. Should be pretty exciting. That. Uh, let's play Fantasy Pitch, and we're done. Who wants to go first? I will. Just get out of the way. I'm not feeling creative, but let's have it. All right. Oh, I meant Creative Pitch. That's yeah, what I meant. What I, was, I was like Fantasy. Pitch. Sorry, I changed yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, no, it, I'll, I'm basically calling it a Creative. Uh, pitch now just kind of merging them both so if you got something on your brain go for it otherwise we'll just throw things at you and you know um yeah go from there so yeah throw a few at me let's see what the hell's happening you ready i'll give you a drama mm-hmm. with harley quinn oh yeah <laughs> okay that's cool topical there you go eventually we'll have cards so make it a lot easier so yeah got harley quinn is a character to throw in there somewhere okay we'll give you spawn okay and then for actors, let's do Stallone and Burt Reynolds. And then actresses, uh, well, I hate to call her an actress, Kim Kardashian oh. and Leslie Jones. All right. So Leslie Jones, Kim Kardashian, Stallone, and Burt Reynolds <laughs> are all <laughs> starring in a movie together. And they're on the set. And this movie is exactly what you'd expect out of those four people when put together. Stallone in focused periods is awesome, you know, but then you have your other Stallone things. (laughs) Um, And this is one of those, obviously. Spawn sees it. He's not amused um, at all in any way, shape, or form. Um, So he uh, and Harley Quinn team up, and uh, this is a drama. So they basically go in and kill everybody on the set, <laughs> including Stallone, Reynolds, um, uh, Leslie Jones. They kept Kim Kardashian alive solely for the purpose to torment her, torture, um, and give her a long, slow death that we've all really wished for her. <laughs> um, just kidding. If you're a Kardashian, if you're a Kardashian fan, you're probably not listening to this. It's podcast. fiction, guys. It's Joey's funny. looking at me right now, like, holy. You shit. said you weren't creative. I'm gonna go. <laughs> um, but with with that cast, that's the only thing I could see is that you know we we have our super villains taking an extremely dark turn with with this group, 
and um, uh, Harley talks Spawn out of just killing them all outright so Harley can steal the riches from them first, then ditches Spawn, lets Spawn do his thing, poof, bunch of green sorcery type stuff later. You know, the whole stu- the, that whole set is decimated. Everybody's gone. Spawn, you just see the chains and the capes flowing. And you got Harley just laughing in the background, fading out. Uh, cool. It's a six-minute movie. Yeah, um, who, who directs it? Who directs uh, it? Who, <laughs> I was going to say Ron Howard, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't think it's going to have that feel-good Cocoon, touch to it. Cocoon 4. <laughs> Uh, Todd McFarlane directs. Okay. Wow. Yeah. All right. It'd be a good toy line. Yeah. He sticks with his. He sticks with his uh, creation. You know, uh, he's done DC work in the past. So, yeah. Um, What's rated? It's rated R rated for the R. violence. Sure. Yeah. It's six <laughs> minutes of glorious six violence. <laughs> does but, it get a theater release? No, it does. Oh. Well, actually, um, they're playing it before Saw Seven. <laughs> Oh, is there a Makes Saw sense. Seven already? So oh, I think they're you, up to ten. So oh, are they? Fine. So could you pay? So if you just wanted to see that, what's yeah. it called, by the way? Oh, that's a that's a great question. Um, it's as yet untitled. Spawn of Hayton. No, that's the actual name. Is as yet untitled. <laughs> as yet untitled. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I like it. That's <laughs> right. Good. That's the name of it. So if you wanted to pay just for that and uh-huh. then leave before Saul started, could that happen? Could it could absolutely happen. Pay like half. Of in a fact, movie what ticket? I recommend you do is you pay for a Suicide Squad ticket, then you just go in and watch it. Oh. <laughs> there you go. You know, so that way Suicide Squad's getting the money for. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I like it. I like it. Cool. That was good. All right, Joey. I'll go. All right. You want to sign things? Romantic comedy. Oh, no. I got this. You we can got some stuff. Deviate here. from it. All right. Well, we got some good names, don't we? Um, Nicholas Cage. Oh, you're good at that. Yeah. Wesley Snipes. Jennifer Lawrence. And Cher. <laughs> with wild card character uh, Sherlock Holmes. And Wolverine. Okay. I'm already in line for and that it's movie. a romantic comedy. <laughs> okay. Musical? No. Um, <laughs> That's yours, Oh, buddy. no. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Okay, so there's been... <laughs> oh, no, I, I can't do that because it's com- not comedy. It's romantic comedy. I know, but I was going to say someone got murdered. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dang it. Was it really clumsily murdered, maybe? Like, fell out a window or something? It could be an accidental death. You oh, see those in no, romantic comedy. It comedies. could be on purpose. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this was very on purpose. Um, but you can't really kill Cher. She's all plastic. She bounces up. No. You could melt her. <laughs> I just really want to kill Cher. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how I knew that's where yeah. you were going. <laughs> this is fiction, everybody. Don't right. call the police. I was going to have her I was gonna have her be like, Do you hear me leaving? And then Wolverine's just like, Shut up! <laughs> Thank you, Wolverine. <laughs> Seriously, oh my god. Um, you know, I think I'll go with that and just make, it make, yeah. make, make it like a like a drama type, like a scream beginning kind rom- of. Like a, it starts off very it's intense. A, it's a drama rom com. Right. There you go. Um, yeah, it's very intense. Uh, so Sherlock Holmes is investigating, you know, a murder. Um, and you you see Cher, she uh, she looks very much alive. Her eyes are just wide open, 
and she's like standing up somehow. It's like all you're doing with Cher when you kill her is you're just laying down an action figure. <laughs> <laughs> her arms are like <laughs> right. <laughs> no, like uh, the the murderer stood like just like had her have her stood up. She's just like yeah, all um, plastic. And so Sherlock's just like you know looking over like like what what mysterious knives could have could have made these slashes on her throat. Um, and then so he's like beginning to investigate. He sees, uh, you know, a bottle of Canadian whiskey on mm. the on the mantle um, and a broken glass in the corner. So he's like putting it together. Um, and he sees a uh, a slash up wife beater that uh, you know Wolverine always wears. Right. Um, and so <laughs> his partner Nicholas Cage is new to the scene, and uh, you know he's like, "We've been called in for a murder case." He's like. Like, all right, where where are we going? And he's like, he's like, all right, it's just right up here. And they walk up to the apartment, and uh, Sherlock Holmes, you know, it's been it's been a few days that the body's been in there. Yeah. Sherlock Holmes, you know, has to cover his mouth. He's like, oh, wow, that is that is very, very ripe. And then uh, Nicholas Cage again, he's new to the scene. He comes in, ha 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 ha, sees the dead body, throws up. And, um, who else is in? There? <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, oh, yep. yeah. Jennifer Lawrence. Cher. Nicholas Cage. And who's the other guy? Oh, Wesley Snipes. Wesley yes, Snipes. Wesley Snipes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Wesley Snipes is the bartender uh, that Wolver- in the bar that Wolverine goes to. Um, and it turns out that he is uh, the second cousin of Cher's character. Um, and he doesn't know that Wolverine just murdered her. Yeah. Uh. Uh, but you know Wolverine's there, just telling him, just like you know, I've had a really rough day. Um, I've had to cut a few people out of my life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've had to cut the crap. Yeah. Um, and chill out. Uh, you can see, you can see this, uh, this like katana blade sword mm. um, hanging over, kind of like in Shaun of the Dead, where you see the Winchester yeah. gun. Um, and he's getting like a really weird vibe from this guy. He's like, "What do you, what do you mean, cut people out?" He's like, "My." Uh, He's like my girl. My girlfriend just, you know, she wouldn't stop singing, with, you know, and she wouldn't stop looking. She wait, wait, stop. wait. Wolverine was dating. Was Cher? dating Cher. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. interesting. Um, they both been alive for a long time. Yeah, yeah. and uh, three hundred years. You know, Jennifer <laughs> yeah. Lawrence is sitting at the table the entire time, just listening. Just you know, um, and she comes over. She's like, "I heard you're looking for, or I heard you've uh, recently lost, um, a romantic, you know." significant other it's just she's like uh she's like is there any void you need me to fill and he's like he's like look not now and then she's like and then she does the whole freak out thing from uh as she does in uh silver linings playbook Mm. and um then wolverine immediately falls in love with her and blade's like that was the weirdest thing i've ever seen uh, Blade, Wesley Snipes. I don't know. <laughs> it could be Blade. Sorry, you look like Blade right now with those glasses. Wesley right? Blade. <laughs> Wesley Blade. Um, there are no vampires, so he doesn't need to cut anybody. Blade Lee Snipes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, as Wolverine is, like, as Wolverine and Jennifer Lawrence are w- leaving the bar, Sherlock Holmes is like looking around at the neighborhood, and he sees them walking away, and he can see this guy is like very like you know Wolverine's kind of jumpy and just like he looks back at the apartment which you shouldn't do anyways. Um, and he's like, that's our guy. And then Nicholas Cage is still in the corner. He's like, oh, oh my God. 
<laughs> that's a dead body. Dude, it's like, dude, we've been here for four hours. What do you what do you expect? And so they go chase after him. And um and it's like the worst detective. Yeah, this is really bad. <laughs> right. Um and it's it's late at night and there's there's little you know peaks of light beaming into the alleyway and uh Sherlock Holmes this is just the trailer by the yeah. way. This, you know, it's a very long trailer. Sure, obviously. Um and <laughs> Sherlock Holmes decides to. Oh, this uh, is just a trailer. Yeah. Okay. Sher- wow. Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes. Uh, you it's know, th- they're following, following, uh, Wolverine and Jennifer Lawrence, um, into the into the alley, and it's you know there's little beams of light peeking in, and every time, uh, he steps into the light, Wolverine like looks back, but then Sherlock Holmes and Nicolas Cage like peek back into the into the dark, and uh, it's like a little game they're playing, right? And um. Right at the end, has uh, Wolverine lost his ability to smell? Yeah. Okay. Got yeah. It. Um, it's it's he he kind of just <laughs> took took a couple of his closet there and just <laughs> little sinus accident um, got yeah, it. Yeah, because it smelled totally. like plastic all through that. Of the course, apartment. Um, I do the same thing. And Cher burned her hair one morning, and then it was burnt plastic. He's like, I can't do That's it. That's enough. It's like when your dishwasher right. melts when your plastic yeah. goes. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so Sherlock Holmes, and at the end of the trailer, this is where the trailer cuts. Uh, Wolverine looks back. Right as Sherlock steps into the light, and they just stay there and look at each other for a second, and then it cuts and says, "Sherlock Holmes: A Game of Shadows." And uh, hmm? <laughs> <laughs> already came out. No, it's a different meaning. It's because they're in the. He's playing okay. a game, and they're in the shadows. Yeah. Okay. Um, that won't be. Yeah, and that's it. Confusion at all. It's that's the one. I wonder if they'll address the um, plot point that no one should be investigating Shear's death at all. <laughs> Yeah, but. no. Uh, <laughs> that's the twist. That's the twist later. Yeah, Got it. it. The mayor comes forward. <laughs> jo- you know, George Miller is just played by a, Nick Nolte. George, I don't George know. Miller is just a, a different director, so he didn't want people, you know, focusing too much on the. He still wanted to be a rom com, right? Of course. And so you know, um, he doesn't. He also doesn't know what comedy is, so it's very dark. But uh, <laughs> Nick, Nick see, Nolte. Reggie, nobody really cares get, about Cher. There's I mean, your goddamn dinner, <laughs> Zagnut Bar. <laughs> I, I mean, you get enough her. comedy from you know Sherlock Holmes, and, of course. Uh, you laugh at Nicolas Cage or is it Robert Cher Downey dies? Jr. Yeah, Sherlock Holmes. Um, no, it's, oh, it's uh, Benedict. They, they no, they actually merged the two. Hmm. It's uh, Rob Benedict, uh, Cumber Downey, Cumber Downey Jr. <laughs> <laughs> That's a name. That's Cumber, awesome. Cumber Downey Jr. Rob Benedict. Cumber Downey Jr. The third. So it's like <laughs> the the two. You know. That's perfect. Yeah. The, the, the Sunny D thing where they merged, yeah, <sighs> and then uh, and then um, product placement in the movie. Yeah. Oh, soundtrack is by uh, the entire soundtrack is by Eminem. Ah, perfect, <laughs> sweet. It's rated yes. Great. <laughs> Go see this movie. <laughs> awesome. Well, that you can deviate easy. from that, but <laughs> that's still, those are good guys. Those are good. Well, that's our show. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> Um, Give him a musical. Oh, shit. Oh, I was going to do indie like Wes Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know. Um, Why they say? I like how you wrote down here Kim Kardashians. I don't know <laughs> what the hell or I spell that stupid name. Um, Patrick Swayze, Blue from the Jungle Book. Blue from the Jungle Book. Wait, wait. He's the bear. Mm-hmm. I just watched the new the John Favreau one last night. Oh yeah, was that good? It's actually pretty good. I've heard it, it's it really looked good. really good. I mean, they're Definitely a few parts where you can be like, oh, that's CGI. But, I mean, it was 
still good. Oh, well, I thought he really shot with tigers. No. In, well, like, I, uh, I think I think he might have used like real wolves, wolves maybe. But other than that, I'm, I'm not sure. So Baloo is like a side character. He's the bear. He's the bear. No, I know. I mean, for the this movie, you can be, movie. A, you can be a, okay. It's your movie. Yeah. All right. All right. So Patrick Swayze, Baloo, and then uh, what else? Um, another actor and two actresses at least. Whatever you can think of. There's a list there too if it helps. Val Kilmer. <laughs> Did you say an actress yet? No, not yet. Val Kilmer. Uh, Kristen Wiig. Mm. Okay. Val Kilmer. <laughs> Those lips. <laughs> uh, Phyllis Diller. Oh, oh God, that's really. She's still alive. I don't know. <laughs> she, she is in this movie. She Phyllis. hasn't called me lately. Phyllis Diller. <laughs> is she the? Ha! 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 I don't she's, know. She's got a voice she, that's very. Died. Did she? I'm pretty sure she's dead. Well, she's she's back for this movie. <laughs> she's back. So is Patrick Swayze, obviously. Someone, oh yeah. <laughs> someone made a robot chicken. Um, Phyllis Diller, uh, <laughs> like sketch where she's this like this uh, sprinkler, like a super soaker thing. But it's like <laughs> and the the spirit of Phyllis Diller takes on because it's like her head, <laughs> and it like starts stabbing kids. Oh like, man! And it's like oh wow yeah this is dark. Um, what else? So who all do we have? Uh, Patrick Swayze, Val Kilmer, Kristen Wiig, Phyllis Diller. We need one more actress, and we got Baloo for one of the. We need here. one more actress. We mm-hmm. have two. Yeah, Phyllis Diller, Kristen Wiig. Oh shit! Never mind. I'm sorry. Okay, so one more character. No. Uh. Well, I mean, it can be. It could just be Baloo or whoever. Yeah, that's, that, I mean, that's fine. Okay. Whatever. Uh. What what type of, what type of movie? Uh, uh, musical. In- <laughs> or no? What do you want? No, musical's fine. I was gonna say indie, but we can do whatever. Okay. I'll have to make this one a trailer. Okay, do you remember that movie about Kilmer uh, and uh, Willow. Michael Douglas were in? No. Batman. Something about darkness. I, oh, uh, Ghost in the Darkness. Yeah, thank you. Okay. This is kind of a sequel to that. <laughs> All right. Is it called Toast in the Darkness? <laughs> I don't know yet. We'll get there. All right. Okay, so here we go. All right. <laughs> so every time they talk, I got to say. No, it has to be. You don't have to sing. Okay. You can just describe Oh, yeah, okay, okay. All right, yeah, thank you. I mean, Baloo, he already sings, so. Yeah, it's automatic. <laughs> okay, so this is kind of a uh, rough sequel to Ghost in the Darkness. Val Kilmer has left Michael Douglas. I actually don't remember how the movie ended. Maybe one of them died. But anyway, Val Kilmer is here. He's just going through the jungle, you know, he's... Which is what he does. <laughs> he's on a journey. Typical right. Val he's Kilmer. Right. I mean, oh, boy. <laughs> he's on a journey, and... Uh, Anyway, he uh, runs into Kristen Wiig at this this village, and she's this uh, actress in this village, singer, and uh, her boyfriend's Patrick Swayze. He runs the little theater there in the village, <laughs> and they can't be um, talked to in regular uh, dialogue. It's all got to be sung, so Val Kilmer has to come up with a song, and that kind of makes our movie this musical number like everyone in this village you die if you don't sing what you're trying oh, to wow. talk about so like, it's like footloose except exactly it's just like i love some sugar and some pop or i don't know or some boobs i don't know and uh that one's for mitch right <laughs> anyway Val shout Kim, out mitch Valkyrie is just like uh i'm on a journey and they just kind of all break into a number and then christian wig's like oh my mother was kidnapped and they're all like what and they start snapping like she's kidnapped. <laughs> who took her? Who took her? Who took her? Baloo. So Valkyrie was like, "Hey, I've got a gun." And uh, 
we could go find Baloo and uh, get your mom, Phyllis Diller, back. What do you think? And she's like, oh, that's pretty hot. And, <laughs> and Patrick Swayze is like, you just go on. I'm just going to... Just gonna sing and dance while you, uh, you know, you guys uh, do your thing. So don't cheat on me. All right, love you. Bye. I think this is so much better because of the glasses. I think so too. Yeah, for those that can't see, Josh has been wearing glass sunglasses. All I, I fought crime last night and uh, it, he, it won. Yeah, because the way you were like, someone took my mom. I was like, what? That's probably how. I, that's probably how I'm able to be like, yeah, all jazzy. Yeah. So anyway, they're like, oh, let's go through the forest and. Uh, you know, Val Kilmer finds some, like, um, junior mints, and he's like, what the hell? And she's like, oh, that's my mom's favorite candy. Product placement. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Big billboard, right. junior mints. Wait, they live in a village, but they, can- <laughs> they have access. <laughs> they can get junior mints. <laughs> they have one vending machine. They have a vending machine. With only junior mints. Right. That's where they eat. Solar-powered credit cards. It takes it. <laughs> you know. They have oh to sing God. for it. Yeah. So uh, anyway, yeah, they uh, start uh, getting on the mint trail. And uh, then they all of a sudden hear singing. And they're like, whoa, okay. And they it, they look down and see a stream. And it's Baloo. And he's singing on his back, you know, like he does in the Jungle Book. And Phyllis Diller's on his chest. And they're just singing together. Not no, no. This is just friend okay. friendship, you know, friendly, Got whatever. It, yeah. It's just friendship sitting on your friend's chest. <laughs> except, except he, she's steering him. I'm going to uh, do that to you after the show. Let's see how, how friendship steer- it how is. She, how's she steering him <laughs> with his third leg? <laughs> I thought it was going to be like with his nipples. <laughs> <laughs> no, those are the brakes. Um, so anyway. <laughs> they're just like talking they're singing about friendship and uh they're like i never had a friend as old as you and uh yeah she's like throwing up junior mints and he's trying to catch them and that's how they got the trail because you know he's trying to do tricks and so anyway uh val kilmer and kristen wig are there you know upon all this and he's about ready to shoot and then um who's the kid named from jungle book mowgli yeah mowgli swings in with michael douglas on his back (laughs) <laughs> and <laughs> Michael Douglas is on his back. Yeah, because yeah, he can't, you know, he can't swing. He's Michael old. Douglas is creepy anyway, so he <laughs> yeah. he jumped to that said this scene. I'm sure yeah. it just goes to Michael Douglas face like. <laughs> oh. And then uh, yeah, so they get down there and uh, they're like, it's another way to get this beast and Phyllis Diller. It's another way to do it, Deval. Don't don't shoot him. And he's like, okay, I'm Batman. And so. Uh, Michael Douglas is like, I got an idea. I, I got a tracker. And he whistles. And then Catherine Zeta Jones comes in and she's in her Chicago outfit, you know, mm. with the short skirt. And so she just snaps and they're just going along, you know, she's walking sideways. Like, and then they just all break in the song, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're going to get her. We're going to get her. I have a junior mint. And then they kept going and, and going. Kristen Wiggs is like, guys, we have to, you have to get my mom. Yeah. <laughs> Kristen Wiig's doing her target lady the whole time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, sure sweet. Did. Perfect. Where did you get those junior mints? I love these knickknacks. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, they uh, they they uh, turn a corner and they're about ready to, you know, do their thing. And then they just see that uh, Blue and uh, Phyllis Diller are sitting down drinking tea and it's just very pretty. And then Kristen Wiig's just like, I'm just going to go up. And they're like, oh, don't do it. Don't do it. So she goes up there and she sits down with them. And Baloo's just, you know, he's all cool. He's he's like, yeah. You know, she's like, oh, tell me something about yourself. He's like, oh, well, I, I, uh, I'm I a smuggler and I, I'm on vacation. I usually fly a plane, you know, tailspin reference. Yeah. 
you know, good. That's a good show. And so anyway, uh, she's like, "Mom, he captured you." And she's like, "No, I ran away." And she's like, "Oh, why?" He's like, "You just never have tea with me." And then they just have a beautiful moment where they realize everything. And Baloo's just like, "That's just beautiful." And he gets shot in the head. And oh, then the movie's sweet. over. So credits. Yeah, it's it's yeah. beautiful. And the the great news is like the dance studio theater they have this nice bearskin rug now and it's just symbolic and it's beautiful nice when, yeah uh, when val kilmer that about, is hot yeah <laughs> when val kilmer's about to take the shot put some stank on that <laughs> like early in the movie when like he sees blue from far away can you have michael douglas swing in and be like no you'll phyllis kill her that's actually <laughs> that's actually a deleted scene we didn't know if that would work right so yes we will put that Test in the audiences ultimate. were mixed no you'll feel right, yeah. her <laughs> there's an ultimate cut so yeah. yeah uh we look forward to that you know try to find it i'm it's sure just, people will hate it before it's released yeah what's it called what's it called um baloo does delis <laughs> with tea i don't know <laughs> the, the phyllis diller cut <laughs> right I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll it's the go greatest with that. musical I've ever seen. <laughs> no, than, actually. Better than Sweeney Todd. Actually, we're going to call it No. Probably is better than it. Sweeney Todd. Yeah. <laughs> so it's called No, and it's rated um, uh, Y for Y. Yeah. Got so, it. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. awesome. Nice. That's, that's all I got, guys. Sorry. Can't always be magic. Good stuff. So I like to. Invite everyone to check out Steve's uh, comic blog, stevescomicblog.com. Check us out on Podbean, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and www.fieldofgeeks.com. Special thanks to Lanero for the great music, and of course, Parker Jennings yeah. for the great interview. So I <laughs> hope, hope everybody enjoyed that, and we'll be back next week. Uh, until then, I am Josh. I am Steve. I am Legend. Joey, <laughs> shoot. I'm Joey. Joey. Take care, everybody. Bye.